Bill Connan, Magpies. Greg Revell, Mal Prentice and Michael Neeson calling all the action from the game. And uh, guys, perfect weather conditions. Out of the finals four at this stage. Still plenty of games to go, but um, their, their form would need to improve now to, even if they do make the final four at this stage, at this time of the year, it does look like a, a one or two team uh, finals competition. Yeah, although, uh, as we said, uh, Eastlake uh, started strongly, but starting maybe to uh, struggle in the middle part of the year. With uh, I think uh, they lost to Ainsley. They've had a couple of draws. They struggled to beat Tuggeranong yesterday. So maybe they're just dropping away. Um, as some of the other clubs you know, get some injuries and the Tigers start to get a few guys back, and it's good to see some of their, their more experienced players coming uh, back into the side. And... Uh, yeah, maybe the, the competition will get a little bit more even. A couple of uh, milestone games for the, the Tigers today too, Niso, we should mention before we get underway. We've got uh, young Wormsley. I think it's his 50th senior game today, is it? Could well be his 50th first grade game, I think. Yes, and uh, Matt Little, who led the team out onto the field, is playing his 100th club game, I understand. Yes, yeah, certainly is. Matt Little had uh, a, a horror run with injuries last season. Uh, it's come back this year and we'll be looking for a big game in his 100th game. We Last week we were referring to some of the milestone games that the Tiger players have and we don't usually win too many of those. But as the umpire holds the ball up, it'll be Porter and Dickinson for the Tigers in the ruck. Porter gets the ruck down. Should be a free kick to Mitchie Danaher, not given. Barging through the pack is Westcombe. Kicks the ball forward for the Tigers. There's a pack there. Quaid busts through the pack but he can't find the football. Ball's on the ground now. Quaid will butter up. He tackled out the football. Should be another free kick of Tigers. Big tackle there taken down is the Bell Conan player. That should be holding the ball, and it is. Fantastic tackle there by the 100 gamer in Matt Little, and he'll be sending the Queanbeyan Tigers into the forward 50 for the first time this afternoon. Little looking for uh, some options. He goes across the ground. Oh, that's backwards as well. Longmore was a terrible kick. It bounced right in front of him. He goes in, he's got some help there from Elias, gets a handball away to Porter, good to see him back, a pal, sorry. He finds Danaher, still inside attacking 50. Tigers looking to uh, get the first score on the board, long kick, down to a two-on-one, Rats comes towards Steve Marr with a big punch away, finishes up back with uh, the Belconnen player Marr, he finds his teammate Lewis Jennings in the back pocket and he'll uh, settle them down. So left back pocket... Early going first quarter, no score on the board. He's got some players loose in the middle of the ground. It's big Porter unopposed. Gets a handball away to his teammate. Now goes back to Lexi Bennett. Runs through the middle of the ground. Short pass up towards half forward. Mark dropped there by York, but he's got plenty of uh, support. Although that kick smothered well by the Tigers. Still in the middle of the ground. Nobody can really break free at the moment. As they all dive on top of it. It's Mitch Danaher on the bottom of the pack. What's the umpire going to do? He's let it go. For a little while now, they call for a ball up. can tell you there's no wind down here at ground. We're level favouring either side. And it is beautiful conditions with the sun shining over Monica Oval. Porter and Longmore in the ruck. Longmore looks to have got in the back of Porter there. The ball's in the pack there. That's not going to come out, although Mitchie Danaher's got uh, something to say about that. Another tackle by the Tigers. But tackle without the football is a Bell Conan player in James Bennett. And Belconnen now will get their first opportunity to go forward. Handball across to Jennings. Jennings goes long. One-on-one contest. Oh, too strong there was Campbell. Pushed out Satchel. Didn't take the mark, though. Lucky for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Picked up now by Weston. 
running away from the Belconnen goal. Handball over the top to Jeffrey. Jeffrey now. Handball in board. Belconnen can set here. Flying shot for goal. Goes to the dangerous Anger. Can't take the mark. Comes to the back of the pack. Free kick's been awarded. And it's going to go to the Queanbeyan Tiger player. Looks like Powell down there. In front of Anger he was. Interesting one there, Mal, if uh, Powell is playing on Anger. No. But his kick's a shocker. Went short to the short lead. And I do not like short kicks in the back line. And there's a reason why. The mark is taken by the Belconnen player in Josh Jennings. And Josh Jennings should go back and kick his 33rd goal of the season. Yes, Mark Powell did the right thing. Got in front of Anger. Got the free kick for a shove in the back. But his kick, basically, oh, that's a terrible kick by Jennings. Luckily for the Tigers, hooked it badly through from behind. That's what happened when wingmen go forward, isn't it, Nisa? <laughs> I'm not going to complain about wingman, but uh, look, he's been a proven goal kicker there, 32 for the season. But Mark Powell, I don't know what he was thinking there. To go short in defence to a 50-50 contest, not smart. Ball comes out, picked up now by, eventually picked up by Jark, bundled to the ground. Mitchie Danaher oh. should get a free kick for too high, and, and he does. Got one in, in the, the back. back as well. Knees in the back, I think, right in the kidneys. Yeah, he's always going to be at the bottom of the pack, so he's going to get plenty of those, but he's as tough as Teak is, Mitchie Danaher. Goes to this grandstand side. Long. Quaid's on a long lead. Comes over the top. Ball comes from his hands. No front and centre for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Picked up by Watman. Handballs to Quaid. Not a good handball to a contest. Longmore couldn't get there. Picked up now by Talsma. He's got a loose player in the middle of the ground. Good work there by Talsma to find Jeffrey. Getting plenty of the ball early. Goes short. Ball is taken there by Campbell. He's got a short pass. Oh, not a good pass. Dropped mark down there by the Queanbeyan Tigers. That could be... Uh, Interesting. Tunnel ball there. I think it might have been Dickinson. Can't tell from here. Ball is now towards Watman for the Tigers. Go one way, goes the other way. Not a good handball. Just about grabs his own handball. Plenty of scrappy stuff and pressure there. Picked up there by the 100 gamer in Little. Oh, handball's directly to Bell Connor. He's had a shocker every time he's got the ball so far. Ball's in the hands now of Bennett. Squares it up for Angel on the lead. Should get there, but doesn't need to, because in front of him is Matt Campbell. And he takes a mark about 40 metres out from goal. But guys, Matt Little has had two possessions. The first one was a kick that went backwards towards uh, the feet of Longmore. And this time he's handballed straight to Luke Jeffrey. Not a good start for him. Must be a 100-game nerves. No, not at all. Guys, uh, just to report, uh, hit heavy in context is Belconnen's Quee, number 23. He's been replaced by Love and is in the hand of trainers. Got a fair knock to the head in that battle that happened just a few moments ago in front of the grandstand. A good mark in the back line there for the Tigers. Saving mark, that kick from Campbell from inside the 50, not making the distance. There's no wind. No, so it's uh, a long bomb out of defence by Queenbeam to a two-on-one to the two biggest blokes. Easily at the back, it was Love taking the mark. He uh, plays on, out towards the scoreboard. Belconnen player loose, goes up, couldn't hang on to the marks. Bills to the front, Westcombe for the Tigers. Over the top by hand to Jakes. Under pressure, back to Thompson. Left foot kick, out wide. It's good, finds his teammate. They are, they play on. Jakes running through the centre. Dodges around a Belcon opponent. Long kick down towards the forward line. Out comes Scott Dickinson. Drops a chest mark. Finds it on the oh. ground. Went to handball it to Armstrong. Lost it. Armstrong picks it up. Tackled. He just swats it out of the air. Stevens. Can he pick it up? Yes, he does. Goes back to Quaid. Quaid shot on goal for the first one of the afternoon. Oh. Is a beauty. Good play there, Kane Stevens. Open up the play. And Ryan Quaid swats... Slots the first goal of the afternoon. We've had seven minutes first quarter. It's the Tigers 
One straight goal, six, leaving the Magpies one behind. One thing that's worrying me already, Michael, is the amount of handballs we're seeing in that back area, in that back half. Yeah, look, I had a chat to uh, Merv during the week, and one thing I did mention him, how we do overuse the football and we don't use it correctly. And look, he's happy for the players to throw the ball around if it is constructive and it can uh, get a player uh, free. One thing that's also bothering me that, that annoyed us last week, Craig, is I still think we zone off a bit too much down back. I think some of our players down there give their uh, opponent a little bit too much room initially rather than beat him and then start trying to accumulate possession. They're trying to accumulate possessions far too early in the football match. Ball is now in the forward line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Down there for Belconnen going to ground uh, was number 34 in coat. Handball goes out. Belconnen players should pick up the ball now when he does, and that is Curtis. Handball now. Belconnen will get the ball out of their defence. It's in the hands of Bennett. Handball's to Lexi. Lexi Bennett now. He goes long towards the half-forward line of Belconnen. Out there on a long lead is Anger. And I'm sure the Queanbeyan Tigers, who do have power on Anger at this stage, won't mind Anger leading 60 metres out from goal. That's an interesting matchup, isn't it? Mark Power back on Andrew Anger. Good for height. So Anger's pretty quick and he's pretty tall. So it might just be they, obviously, with Renee Oppie not being there, it just allows Powell to go down there and they may want to just ease him into the game. You probably can't have Powell. He's been out for quite some time to go straight on the ball because the game will be a little bit too quick for him in the early stages. Mm. So maybe have him find his feet down there and back and, and do a job on Anger. As the ball's uh, out of bounds, forward flank for the Belcon and Magpies. Had eight minutes first quarter. It's the Tigers. One straight goal. Belcon one behind. Slapped out of the pack. Elias picks it up. Into a pack. Lloyd just got his hand to it as the Tigers again through handball. Work it out of defence. Little. What can he do this time? He's in the middle. He just pumps it long. Out in front, though. Rats will take the mark. Plays on quickly to his teammate. Kick around the corners. A shocker cut off by Slater for the Queanbeyan Tigers. He's got Scott Dickinson leading out. He should take the mark. I know it's a good punch at the back by the defence, but it finishes up backward little in the middle of the ground. Goes with a handball to Slater. And half forward kick it. Too long. Tackled well by Talsma. He'll get the free kick. Cross the ground to um, Turnbull. Back into the middle. He's got Talsma running for him. He just sends it long towards half forward, but that's a terrible kick and it'll be cut off by the Tigers. Oh. A shocking kick. Smothered off the boot. Let's Queen uh, Belconnen back in. Jeffrey will run into an open goal, but he took the kick away to the left and Tigers who really should be trailing two straight goals to one. They lead one straight goal with two behinds. Ten-minute mark of the first term. Guys, Elias coming off for Grigg, and Williams about to come on for the Tigers. Already, Queanbeyan making mistakes that uh, haven't been punished by the Bill Connor Magpies, and both teams aren't using the football real well. We, we commented there's no real win at all. The ground looks in perfect condition, so... No excuses for players today. It's fantastic football conditions, and so far in the first 10 minutes, it's been uh, some pretty scrappy stuff. As that kick from Powell finds his teammate right out in front of the scoreboard. Might be Longmore, is it? Yep. And he just goes into the middle, but that kick doesn't get to Scott Dickinson. He puts a good spoil on, though, and the Tigers under pressure in the back half. Turn it over again. What can the... uh, Well, he's just dived on that, the Queanbeyan player. What's the umpire said? Held to him. We'll have a ball up. 50 metres out from the Magpies. They're going to the Monica Pool end in this first quarter as we have a ball up. Dickinson in ruck. Nobody can really break free at this point in time. They all dive in again. Look like it, but uh, umpire's letting it go. Now, will he call for a ball up? No. We've got 30 players around the ball. 
And it's not coming out. Just uh, checking AFL scores up in Sydney. It's North Melbourne, 7-5-47, leading the Swans, 5-6-36. They've played 24 minutes in the second quarter up there as the Tigers break free into the middle. Yeah, they've got Williams just coming on. Uh, If Stevens could see him, he's going to play himself, though. Oh, Merv drops the mark in the pocket. Ma picks it up. He's got no assistance, so he just handballs it into open space. They missed a few in the back earlier, but they've definitely picked that one up on Williams. Surprise, so, surprise, it goes to Bill Connor. Mitchie Danaher should have had one across the half-back line. Bill Connor now. Ball comes from Coat. In the hands. Looks to be, maybe it's Curtis. He goes short. Picked up by Lexi Bennett. He goes with a longer pass now to Turnbull. Out in front of Turnbull. Has a bounce, or the ball bounces in front of Turnbull. Gets it by hand to Love. Gets it back from Love. Turnbull now. Goes short. Loose player out there for Bill Connor. Might have been, uh, I can't, might have been York anyway. Ball comes out the back. It's a race there between the two players. Good commitment by both. This is York now around the corner. Powell should get a free kick for two high. Doesn't. Picks up the crumbs though. Good work there by Powell. Puts the ball out in front of Watman. Watman has some time. Needs it too because the ball has to sit for him. Picks it up now. Goes around the corner. Dangerous. Mm. Not going to hit a target. Picked up there. Mitchie Danaher. Good contest. Mitchie Danaher and Ratz. Rath's about 100 kilos bigger than Danaher. Picked up by Watman. Watman around the corner now. To the lead of Kavanagh. Good mark by Kavanagh in front of Curtis. Kavanagh a long way down the ground, but they have got an open forward line. Belcon and flooding back now. Long kick by Kavanagh looking for Armstrong. He's in front. Ball punched away at the front. Stevens ridden into the ground there by his opponent, Coat. Umpire says no. We'll have a ball up right near the boundary line. Ten minutes, well, it's actually coming up towards 15 minutes gone first quarter. Low-scoring game, Queen in a goal. Belcommon, two points. Dickinson slaps it to the back, but it's cut off by Love. Goes to Mar now Alexi Bennett, all with handball. Kick into open space into the middle of the ground. It's a race, getting there. Turnbull in front for the Magpies of Little. Picks it up, turns around, kicks it out in front of York. He handballs it to the voice at the back, which was Jeffrey. He picks it up now, runs to the 50-metre mark, shocking kick. Bounces along the ground, going in there. Todd Dickinson couldn't pick it up. That's surely a throw. It is. And Tigers' defence will get the free kick, although he called advantage. It went to Todd Dickinson. His kick's a shocker. Bounced in front of Quaid. Gave him no chance. Picked up at the back by the Magpies, and they go out very wide. York takes the mark right out near the scoreboard on the boundary line. Now he brings it back into the middle because he's got Rats loose. Takes the mark. Long way out from goal. Again, across the ground kick. Out on the lead. Well, Belcommon couldn't mark it. It was a good effort by the uh, Queen in defence, but at the back, it's built to Brock Weston, who ran in. The two Tiger players fell over, and Weston kicks his first for the afternoon. First for the Magpies. They take the lead. They go to 1-2-8. They lead the Tigers one straight goal, six. 14-and-a-half-minute mark here in the first sermon. This game on QBNFM, brought to you by your Tigers Club. 20 Queen Bar Road, your Tigers Club. Get down to the Terrace Bistro for good meal, great entertainment, and don't forget drinks all at club prices. Your Tigers Club, proud sponsors of QBNFM Football. Pretty unlucky there before Mao. Mitch Danaher back into the pack. Showed tremendous courage. But unfortunately, both Queanbeyan players fell to the ground, leaving Brock Weston with uh, just the ball and the goal to worry about, and he slotted it quite nicely. In the middle there, Chris Davis come up from the reserves. He's in there at the moment to provide a bit of grunt for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They have sort of lacked a bit of that of late, uh, particularly when you're uh, 
you know, getting overrun in the last term. Belconnen now trying to get the ball out of the middle. Looks like Love's on the bottom of the pack, does so. Queenian players leave Porter by himself, so Love just says, here you go. Porter now gets the ball in the forward line, picked up by Ainger. Handball across to Bunyan, slides around for one, misses the target. Oh, Jarks drops the mark. A lot of air has been uh, forced in this game. Picked up now. Queenian trying to get the ball out of their defence. That should be a high tackle. Calls oh, play on as the umpire. Picked up by Danaher. Short pass to a 50-50 contest. Don't like those. And uh, luckily for the Queanbeyan Tigers, Slater did have his arms chopped by Bennett. And Queanbeyan get the relieving free kick. Oh, that's a dangerous kick into the middle. Can he mark it? Oh, and they dropped it on the way down. As uh, James Bennett picked it up, got it to Turnbull. Now to Jeffrey. Away he'll go. He'll have a shot for goal here. He has one bounce. Runs to 35. Directly in front. On its way. Straight through the middle. If you don't hit the target when you centre the ball into the middle of the ground, it's going to burn you. It did. The Queanbeyan player dropped the mark on the way down, and the Magpies just uh, swooped on and finished up with Luke Jeffrey. Ran into an open goal to take them to 2 2 14. Queanbeyan a one straight goal, six, and uh, seven or eight chest marks, I think I've already counted, just dropped cold by the Tigers today. More rotations too. The uh, 51st grade gamer in Wormsley out on the ground now. He's replacing uh, Westcombe. Also off the ground, Mitch Danaher. I'm just baffled by looking when Jeffrey was running towards the, uh, the, the 50 and then the 40. Um, Neil Irwin was back sort of blocking for Ranger and I just wonder where his man was. So already we're seeing some, uh, some zoning off by Queanbeyan Tiger defenders and uh, as, a, as an ex-forward, I really can't see why as a defender would do that at such an uh, important stage of the game. As uh, Porter wins the tap out, it went to Jennings. Picked up by his teammate James Bennett. Short kick. It's a wobbler out in front of Ainger. Bounced up, hit him in the face. He left it behind. Davis going back for the Tigers. Gets it to Dickinson, who breaks out of the packs. Kicks the ball into the middle of the ground. One-on-one contest. It, they all miss it. Goes to Quaid. Got a good bounce. Handball back to Stevens. Kick it. Oh, he's tackled. Oh, the umpire let him get away with that. That was an incorrect disposal. They all dive on it, and it stacks on the mill at the attacking side of the centre for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Up at the SCG, it's North Melbourne, 8-5-53, Sydney 6-6-42. 30 minutes gone, second quarter as the Tigers burst out of the pack. Little, can he get a handball away to Slater? He does. Slater picks it up, dodges back into the pack. Now he just throws it away, and is there a whistle? Yes, the umpire's penalised him for holding the ball. It's been an interesting battle, that Slater-Lexi Bennett battle, right throughout this quarter so far. And neither of them playing too close to each other, I've got to say. But anyway, that's the way Bennett plays his football. Ball is now on the outer side. Kick towards the wing. It'll be York. Not strong enough there. And Roy Jarks takes the saving mark for the Tigers. Outer side wing. Looking to come in board. Goes short towards that man, Slater. No one really near him, Slater. Just pops it into some space. Armstrong on the move. He's not going to get there. Ball bounces at his feet. Doesn't like it down there. Comes towards Armstrong again. Tries to go off the ground. Picked up now. Good tackle there by Quaid. Gives an opportunity to Stevens. Stevens around the corner. Oh, just bounces the wrong way if you're a Tiger fan. And goes to the right side of the upright. And the Queanbeyan Tigers now move to one goal, one seven. Half the score of Belconnen, 2-2-14, 18 minutes into this first quarter. And there's been a change in the ruck for Belconnen as Porter's come off here late in, in the term and Rice has gone on. Love, who took that uh, heavy hit earlier, sorry, no, it was Quee who took the heavy hit earlier, he has come back on the ground. And he's about to take the mark from the kick from Steve Maher, just outside defensive 50. Campbell over the top as nobody was on Maher, now back to Quee with a 1-2. 
Goes for a bit of a run. Good shepherd there by McDevitt. So he's up to centre wing. Now and a half forward. Long kick at the back. Anger. Worked Powell under it beautifully. Takes the mark. First possession, I think, for Andrew Anger. So Powell's done a pretty good job. Almost uh, 20 minutes gone. First kick of the day. He runs around. Long kick to Shocker. At the back. Got a look at the football. Yes, Queenian player too uh, concerned about where his opponent was. That looked like Wormsley. Yeah, it was. And Jeffrey at the back. Just took an easy mark. Tight angle. He's looking for options. Now he's uh, going to settle it down. Now it's half time in Sydney. It's uh, 53 to 48. North Melbourne leading at half time up there. There's another kick of mine gone south. It's only five points, Craig. It's only quarter time. Half time. Cross the face that kick from Luke Jeffrey, and it's root or is it a goal? It is. Standing and that looked to be helicopter. A, yeah, it looked to go across the face from here. But anyway, goal umpire liked it, and he's in better position than we are. So that's uh, Luke Jeffrey's second for the afternoon. They go to three two twenty. Tigers are one one seven twenty gone. Mitch Danaher looking to come back out onto the uh, field now. You've just got to be watching the football when the ball's coming into your defensive zone because if you're not, uh, easy marks going to be taken as. Uh, Bill Conemplayer goes to ground. Not sure what happened there, but the Rucks are at it. Dickinson gets a tap down to Griggs. Handball to Watman. Tries to give another handball to Matt Little. He's wrapped up immediately. Shouldn't be holding the ball and isn't. Good call by the umpire. There was no opportunity. Actually, no, it wasn't Little. It was Johnny Elias. Rucks go out of the game. No one really got a tap there. Punched down by, it might have been Weston. Ball's in the hands of Watman for the Tigers. Oh, Defensive side. Yeah, Hamble missed the target, puts Westcombe under pressure. Hamble wasn't that bad, but I think it might have been a bit too hard for Westcombe. Picked up now. Pace there, Shane. Great tackle by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Got to be rewarded, and it is. Good work there by Todd Dickinson. One of the most improved players of the club. He's had a fantastic season. Goes out wide to Elias. He goes short. Loose player in Westcombe. Just inching their way out of the fence at the moment. Half-back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Westcombe. Looking for some lead. There's one from Quaid. Goes towards that play. Going to go over Quaid's head. Lux of fortune in the hands of Slater to Wormsley. Wormsley now. Armstrong and Ma have a wrestling match. Ball comes to the back. Williams got to pick it up first. Picked up by Kavanagh. Kavanagh around on his left. How will this bounce? No one in the goal square. The ball bounced true. But it goes straight into the left-hand upright for a minor score for the Queanbeyan Tigers. A little bit either to the right-hand side. We're in a goal. 1-2-8. 3-2-20 to Belconnen. Short kick in, bounces in front of Talsmar, but he's got a panic to work in. Picks it up. Doesn't go for a run, just looks out there for Campbell. Oh, he couldn't take the mark. Both players fall over. Campbell in front for the Magpies, just sockers it to his teammate. And it's Talsmar who gets a handball across to Campbell. Now they work it out near the scoreboard, out in front. Anger got away from Powell this time, but he's too far out to score. Looks to load up at Powell. Good smother off the mark. Uh, Dickinson fell over, got in everyone's way. Anger picked it up again. Sends it up towards the uh, full forward zone. At the front of the pack, Magpies take it. Handball, there's two of them loose at half forward. Anger took a day to pick it up and lost it in the end. Roy Jakes just got the handball away to Watman. And the Tigers uh, dodge a bullet there. Finds Slater loose on the wing, takes the mark. Slater's got a couple options here forward. Now he goes to the shortest one. Goes towards Kavanagh. Spoilt there by the Belconnen player and Curtis. Picks it up now. Now the turnover's produced. The ball is now in the hands of Jeffrey. Can he kick his third for the quarter? Oh, he should do from here. Running into an open goal. Queen have been very, very loose so far in this first 20 minutes of the game. Not much that the Tigers could do there because it uh, was caused by the turnover. 
And once again, Belconnen, who do sweat off the Queanbeyan Tigers' mistakes, and we did make another one with that short pass to Kavanagh. Go to four goals, two, that's 26. When you remember, Queanbeyan kicked the first goal of the afternoon. They are on one, two, eight, and already danger signs are uh, right in front of us at the moment. Mount Queanbeyan Tigers need to have better use of the football and need to man up when they haven't got the ball. In Mal, that uh, football will find itself into the uh, through the window of your car. He kicked it that far once he got into the goal square. He just uh, knocked it out of the stadium. <laughs> I think it's probably cleared my car easily as well. As uh, Turnbull got a good handball to his teammate through the middle. It's all Belconnen. No Queanbeyan players near James Bennett at all. Short pass is a good one. Finds his teammate inside, attacking 50. And he's perhaps too far out to score here, York. But uh, he'll line them up. Queanbeyan never got near that ball in the middle and in fact I don't think they laid a hand on it pretty disappointing effort there before by uh, Neil Irwin too uh, he gave up the chase on uh, Luke Jeffrey pretty early as that kick is out on the full by my reckoning from uh, Chris York started way left worked back a little bit but still went over the line on the full so uh, Irwin will probably get the free kick in the back pocket yeah he gave up the chase pretty early on Luke Jeffrey Erwin also was the guy that put the uh, Anger down there in the goal square right. after that uh, goal too. Uh, Not unusual for him to throw his weight around. No. Give away a free kick or seven. <laughs> yeah, well the ball is kicked out by Erwin to a pack. Ball comes to ground. No, no team can get the ball here. Ball's now in the hands of Johnny Elias. Sort of thumbs it towards Powell. Powell's taken high. Should get the free kick and does. I love it when you get Powell and he puts his head down his bum up and starts barging through packs. That's when you know he's fair dinkum. First game back after near on uh, half a dozen matches. He's got the ball now, half back line. Goes well, out wide. Porter on. Goes out wide, mark taken by Todd Dickinson. Gave the Tigers a lot of run off half back last week. Goes towards Watman. Watman now in the centre of the Monica Oval. He'll go long. Not a well-directed kick. There's a pack forming. Ball comes towards Quaid, goes through his hands, he's back to get it again, picked up by Kane Stevens, has a flying shot for goal, and the youngster who has played in the Under-18s Championship has kicked his first, and a much-needed second goal for the Queanbeyan Tigers, who move now to 2-2-14, Bill Connon 4-2-26, and that was a much-needed goal now. Yeah, well, it's amazing what happens when you kick it long and straight. Uh, puts the opposition defence under pressure, and that's exactly what happened there. They couldn't get to their men. The ball spilled to the front of the pack, and Kane Stevens, where all good small forwards should be, front and centre, slammed it straight through. Scott Dickinson just gone up the race, but I don't think it's too serious, guys. You must have been listening to our call last week now, because both Craig and I were saying that on numerous occasions. You've got so many forwards down there who can take marks. Why muck around with the ball across uh, the centre line? Yeah, it's not a complicated game, really, as Westcombe tries to pick it up at the back. He does, falls over. Goes back to Chris Thompson, puts him under the pump. Yeah. Ball spills to James Bennett. Shot on goal. He right. is veering away and just hits the post for a behind to the Magpies. They go to 4 3 Deep into time on, guys. The Tigers can ill afford another goal against them at the 25-minute mark as they're playing around with it in the back line once again. Yeah, and this is going <laughs> to... They turn it over here, they're going to get that goal kicked against them. They trial by only 13 points. Belconnen have had most of the play, really. Oh, Mitch Danaher is going backwards again after he held the ball in the air. They're still in the back line. Roy Jakes takes it. Now he uh, changes direction. Here he now he's got a problem. Ran into a pack of players. That kick is just going to stay in, is it? 
as Lexi Bennett knocks it over the line. In fact, the band, the umpire set out on the full. Oh, that was nowhere near out in the full. No. That was in by at least a foot or two. And he punched it out from the field of play, Lexi Bennett. Now he plays on. Goes for a bit of a run. That's not 15, umpire. Didn't play the mark anyway. Turnbull, long shot at the goals, is coming back, but not enough through for a behind. So they go to 4-4-28. They double the uh, Tigers, who are 2-2-14, 25 gone first quarter. Having trouble getting the ball out of defence at the moment, the Tigers. Ball goes out now. Not a good kick again. Once again, Tigers trying to get the ball out. Dickinson was the uh, the person who put the kick straight down Turnbull's throat. He goes long, long. Goes to the goal square. Mark's been taken down there by Bennett. Should never mark a one-on-one contest in the goal square. He goes short, and the ball is in the hands. I think that might be Bunyan for the Belconnor Magpies. But just not manning up back there, guys. Just They let that ball come in, and... No one was accountable for the loose players. Bennett was on the impossible angle, so he just put it back in the corridor. I guess, unfortunately, Craig, when you were taking a kick out from defence, you don't expect it to go straight to a Belconnen player. So that uh, indiscretion kick obviously caused the Queanbeyan players to be out of position straight away. And Turnbull, to his credit, played on very, very quickly, got it in as quick as he could, and uh, Bennett took the mark. And Bunyan has capped off a pretty rewarding first quarter for the Belconnen Magpies. They go to 5-4. That's 34 Queanbeyan Tigers 2-2-14. I guess at the state of the play and, and how it's gone in that first quarter, you would suggest that uh, the lead is probably about where it should be at this stage. Yeah, but it's been uh, mostly the goals have come from Queanbeyan mistakes. That's the thing. It's not Belcommon's good play that's given them five goals in that first quarter. Perhaps, I think, uh, three of them probably, including that last one, just come from absolute Queanbeyan clangers. Look, I would suggest that over the last half a dozen or so years that that is how Bill Conn have played the Queanbeyan Tigers. Queanbeyan Tigers uh, have made a lot of mistakes down the years against Bill Conn and Bill Conn, I mentioned earlier, do tend to sweat off Queanbeyan and say, OK, you can have the ball because we know eventually you will make a mistake and we'll make you pay. And they all run forward of the play and when that mistake's occurred, it's just a matter of popping over the top of a Queanbeyan player and away they go and... It's not too unlike what's happened out there in the first quarter. A lot of mistakes by the Queanbeyan Tigers. And when they do make the mistakes, everybody's on the back foot and Belconnen's running forward, and that's where the loose players have been created. Interestingly, it uh, looks like Mark Armstrong changing boots here at uh, quarter time, and Luke Watman doesn't look all that well either. Uh, he's hunched over here. He looks to be holding a shoulder maybe at the, uh, the quarter time huddle. He's not in the normal group. He's sort of out to the side. And uh, that right shoulder looks a bit uh, sore for mine. They're both strapped up pretty heavily now, so he, yeah. he has had some issues with the shoulders. He does tend to get in and under quite uh, quite consistently, and the shoulders have taken a battering over his short career. I say short because he's only young. Uh, he's got a lot more battering to be uh, taken on those shoulders for the next uh, five to ten years for young Watman. But you're having a look now, and you know both both teams. Just how football's changed now. Obviously, back in. In my day, and go back even further to your day, Mal, the, uh, there would never have been three or four different huddles. It was you listen no. to one voice and one voice only. Yeah. And I just wonder whether you know, I might be a bit of a, a bit of an old hat, but I just wonder whether we overcomplicate the game these days because the AFL boys do it. Yeah, look, as I said before, it is a pretty simple game. You kick it long and straight. You put the defence under pressure. Um, this uh, middle bit, back bit, and forward bit, I'm not a fan of it. You got one coach. Uh, he addresses the team. If you want to break into your little huddles after it, uh, feel free. But uh, really, the coach should be the one addressing the uh, the team at the quarter time break. And he should be saying that that play in the first quarter just wasn't good enough. We need to stop mucking around with it, kick it long and straight, 
and because uh, all this uh, fiddling around with short passing through the middle, all that does is allow the Belconnen defence to get back on the key forwards uh, who can't get into the game. Armstrong, Kavanagh, the only kicks Kavanagh got were in front of us on centre wing. Uh, and that's not what his role is. His role is to be inside the attacking 50, having shots on goal. Armstrong can't get near it because he's got three blokes on him every time he goes near it. Williams hasn't touched it. Um, their two goals have come from uh, Quaid and Stevens. So if you get it in long and straight and quick, give the key forwards some chance of getting their hands on it. Craig, we're about to you, mate. You're on the ground at the moment. Which huddle are you at? He's uh, over at the Bell Conham one having a listen, so we'll catch up with him in a moment. Goal scorers in the first quarter for the Tigers. There are only two goals, uh, Quaid and... Stevens. Stevens. And for uh, Bell Conan, it's three to Jeffrey, one to Bunyan and one to Weston. Okay, guys. I can tell you there's no panic over at Belconnen. 21 entries into the forward 50 Belconnen had in that first quarter and the coach not happy that they didn't convert more with the entries that they had. He pointed out that Belconnen only went in a few times, uh, sorry, the Queenland only went in a few times and have got two goals and it could have easily been more. He just wants, he, he noted that Queenland isn't manning up and playing man-on-man football. So he really wants them to uh, lift in this quarter and make sure they're being accountable right across the ground. Merz, just addressing the team now. Really puzzles me, guys, that uh, Queenland Tigers, whose record against Belconnen has not been flashed over the last five to six years, how you would allow your, your opposition to have so much time and... If they're seeing it in the Belconnen coach's box, you would hope to, you would hope to God that Queanbeyan Tigers coaching box are seeing it too, and, and that is going to be addressed by Mark Arthurs. We are giving them way too much space. 21 inside 50s for only nine scoring shots. That is puzzling because Belconnen had all the play, and Queanbeyan Tigers are probably thankful they're only 20 points behind now. Yeah, so in terms of the uh, that, that quarter went about, what, 28 minutes, Craig, I think, and I think it was probably 20 minutes to 8 minutes in terms of uh, the dominance of either side in that quarter. Merv um, has spoken about that uh, unaccountability of his uh, players, particularly across the wing and in the centre section, so he wants them to concentrate more. Unfortunately, he was talking about more short kicks and squaring up to try and get into the corridor earlier. I think they just need to go, like Mal was saying, long and straight, right from the back line. I've got an issue here, guys. I would suggest that nearly every quarter time, half time and three quarter time speech by Mark Armstrong would be just about the same every single week. Stop mucking around with the football, man up, and uh, go long and strong to your forwards. I would suggest he would say that nine times out of ten at every break. Is it? I know footballers aren't the smartest people in the world, but surely it's got to sink in one day. Mark's been saying this for several years now, and it just baffles me how it hasn't sunk in yet. Yeah, you think if you picked in the back line, the first thing is you do, you go and stand next to the bloke that you meant to play on, and you don't let him out of your sight. Why you have to be told to uh, be accountable in the back line every week, you're right. It just doesn't sink in, does it? Coming to the bench, uh, Williams, Wormsley, uh, Watman, who doesn't look well, and Chris Davis for the Tigers. He, he was actually asking his centermen to be more accountable, the centre line. Do you wonder, guys, if too many players try and accumulate stats so at the end of the game they can have a look at the stat sheet and go, well, I've, done tw- I've had 20 possessions, so I must have done OK? Do you think too many players are concerned about their own numbers? Oh, they well could be, but... Uh 
you might get 20, but if 19 of them are not effective, then you really haven't played that well. Hey, I tell you what, the DVD's got our call on it, so they know whether they've done a good job or not. More than happy for them to hear what we're saying, guys, as the second quarter is about to start. It will be Porter up against Queanbeyan Tigers in Scott Dickinson. Porter gets a pretty good tap out towards no one from Belconnen. Forty, oh, wrapped up high is Mitch Danaher. One umpire's looking at the other umpire. What do you think that should be? And the umpire further away from the play calls it too high, which should have been done by the uh, closer umpire. Mitch Danaher, not a good pass. Goes towards Satchel. Satchel now to Little. Little got Armstrong short. It's going to fall too short. Picked up there by Armstrong to Thompson. Flying shot by the defender. Goes towards the goal. There's a cut marking contest down there. Picked up there by the Tiger player. Is that Kane Stevens again? Yes, it is. You mentioned that earlier, Mal, where all good short men could be. And Kane Stevens. What a start he's had to the game. He's probably only had two or three possessions, but two of them have gone straight through the uprights, and he gets Queanbeyan Tigers' third goal of the afternoon. That's his second. Queanbeyan Tigers, 3-2-20. Belconnen Magpies, 5-4-34. Great start to the second term by Queanbeyan. Yes, certainly is. And uh, all started from the middle there. Mitch Danaher getting his hands on the ball again. Yeah, I thought the guy in charge was going to play holding the ball, but this guy over here played around the neck, which is what it was. Oh, Danaher got the tap down. Griggs couldn't take it away, though. Sorry, it was uh, Dickinson getting the tap down, not Danaher. He'd find it hard to win a tap out, Mitchie. That's <laughs> it. The umpire, he looked too scared to make a decision there, man. He looked straight to the senior umpire in Canelli, and uh, Michael had to take charge and uh, pay the decision. Ball's now in the hands of Danaher. Got too high again. Not for the first time this afternoon, but probably for the first time he's got the free kick. Danaher right in the centre of the ground, goes out wide, looks like Longmore's peeled out, takes the mark, got Armstrong short, Armstrong on the lead, should mark and does. Unfortunately for him, he's going to kick from just outside 50. Mm, too far out these days. He had one from just outside 50 last week and made the journey quite comfy, so he needs to go back, take control, not much of a breeze here at all to speak of. Armstrong does go short, into the pocket though, the lead is done and taken there by Kavanagh, Unfortunately, his shot's going to be a lot harder. He's pressed up near the right boundary line or scoreboard boundary line for the Tigers. But this has been a good start to the quarter. Belconnen really haven't got into the flow of the second term yet. No, it's been all clean, Ben. Mitch Downer with a couple of free kicks in the middle of the ground has sent them forward. And Kavanagh hasn't kicked one yet today. Hasn't been in the forward line much. He's been on the wing a lot of the time. Direct kick at goal. Is away to the right-hand side through for behind. But it's been all Queen being early going in this second quarter. It's uh, 5-4-34 to 3-3-21. Centre wing. The ball's going to be cut off here by uh, Stevens. That's a shocker. It went on the ground. Couldn't find a teammate. Belcommon defence working hard to get rid of it. Back into the middle. Oh, Satchel slipped over, let Jeffrey in, away he goes, has a bounce, will he have another one? No, he goes for a handball, that's ambitious, looking for Ranger, picks it up, now he just throws it on the ground, penalised, good tackle Powell, and Andrew Ranger just having a quiet day so far, Powell's kicking to open spaces, looking for Slater, but bounces well, he's got plenty of room to move in, now he gets it, one bounce, Weston closing, just got the kick away, but it uh, put him off, at the back, Kavanagh, can he pick it up? Now he fell over, which lets the uh, Magpies in. Out near the scoreboard, Bennett sends it back to the middle of the ground, finds his teammate. Through the middle goes Turnbull. Can he get free? He does. Goes with a handball. Now they're up to uh, the full forward line. It's a contest at the back. 
It's uh, Magpie Mark, plays on quickly. It's, it's uh, Jennings, and he slots it straight through for a goal. You're calling for a free kick? I, I am calling for a free kick. The rule implies right now, if you even just put the hands in the back of your defender, uh, it's automatic push in the back, and that's exactly what he did. I had a perfect view of that. He just he didn't push the play, but he just sort of rested his hands on his back just to uh, stop him from forcing uh, himself backwards. And in my book and the new rule, which I don't like, that's a free kick. Should have been called there by the umpires, not called. And that's a goal to Jennings, his first of the afternoon. And Belconnen get the reply. They are 6-4-40, Queanbeyan Tigers, 3-3-21. Ball back in the middle, and it will be the two players again. Probably do this most of the afternoon in Porter and Dickinson for the Tigers. Umpire about to uh, throw it up. He does. And Porter wins it easily. Shark by Danaher. High tackle again. <laughs> this time they let it go. Magpies work it out of the middle, down towards Campbell, pushing and shoving. Nobody can take the mark. Out comes Jennings. Gets a handball to Turnbull. They need to tighten up on him. He'll run in and kick a goal here, unopposed. Through he goes. Kicks on its way. Matter of accuracy. He's got it straight through the middle. So uh, after a bright start by the uh, Tigers, the Magpies have come back with uh, two very quick goals to extend their lead. They go out to 7-4-46, Tigers 3-3-21. That's just too easy by Turnbull out of the middle there. Oh, yeah, but now both those goals caused by a couple of pretty ordinary umpire decisions. We talked about the uh, the push in the back or the, uh, the hands in the back. That one was a clear too high to Mitch Danaher. Not paid by the umpire, and Queenland pay the ultimate price. Belconnen get their 7-4-46-3-3-21. Rucks out again. Queenland need to respond. Dixon gets the tap. Down towards Griggs. Handball out to Mitch Danaher from Elias. Elias gets it again. The ball was smothered from the Danaher kick. Ball goes high in the air. Punched away by Jarks. It's volleyball at the moment. Picked up now by Little. Dropped the ball. Didn't make too much of an attempt to get rid of it. Elias off the ground. A la Eric Cantona goes towards Kavanagh. Good strong mouth. Good, good hands there by Kavanagh. Jumped up high. Took the ball at the highest possible point. Quay's pointing for him to have a shot for goal. He's going to be kicking from just outside 50. He'll get the journey. It'll be a question of accuracy for Kavanagh. He's been a bit uh, up and down in his accuracy so far this season. What has he kicked so far this year? He's kicked 21 goals so far this year. So well down on his previous two seasons, Kavanagh now. Very deliberate, just outside 50. He has got the journey, has got the accuracy as well. Great kick by Kavanagh. That's his first of the afternoon. And Queenland get the reply. It is Belconnen. They are seven goals, four, 46. Queenland Tigers, 4-3-27. And once again, just a hack out of the air by Johnny Lice. We talked about just trying to get the ball forward as quickly and, and as long as you can. And uh, Johnny Elias just hacked it out of the air. Forwards were in front, and that's what happens when you get the ball in quickly. And now the forwards are always going to be in front or should be in front of their defenders, mm. and they get the first crack of the footy. Up the SCG, third quarter underway, and it's still North Melbourne by five points, one goal each in the quarter, 59 to 54. Kangaroos leading, ball still in the middle, and the umpire calls for it again. Hey guys, just a reminder that uh, this game is brought to you by your Tigers Club. 20 Queen Bar Road, the Tigers Club. Get down there tonight. Should be a great meal down the Terrace Bistro. Tigers Club, proud sponsors of QBN FM Football. Nobody can really break free out of the middle here. Quee 
for the Magpies. Lost it. Now found it again. Quick handball. Found his teammate. Now they break free. James Bennett, can he pick it up? Yes, he does. Gets a quick handball across to his teammate who's tackled oh, beautifully. Just dropped it. What's the umpire going to say? Dropping the ball. Free kick, Tigers. Todd Dickinson, good tackle. Great goes. tackle by Dickinson. Sorry, Mal. Goes out wide to Watman. Watman takes the mark. Just outside the half-back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Goes towards the grandstand wing. Should be gobbled up by Quaid. And he is handball inboard to Danaher. Queanbeyan starting to move the ball quite well. Danaher goes on. Kavanaugh's in the seat here. Goes over top of one arm. Thompson tries to find Stevens. Ball is smothered there by York. Picked up now by Stevens. A very composed for a young player. Goes out towards. That's a perfect kick by Stevens. Went one way, then the other way. Armstrong leaked to the, uh, the open side of the ground. And Stevens, perfect kick. He looks very, very comfortable at this level. Spots up the coach, and Armstrong will go back. Probably have his first shot for the afternoon. Be kicking from about 45 metres. Distance won't be a problem. It's all about accuracy. Armstrong, um, uh, goal umpire, makes a bit of movement towards his left, indicating that Armstrong's missed the goal, and Queanbeyan Tigers miss another opportunity. They are now 4-4-28 for O'Connor's 7-4. 46. The Cotton running from the back line now, looking to link up by hand. They do so, and Rats is off to the races. Very loose by Queanbeyan. Yeah, Weston's got it at half forward. Nobody on James Bennett at half forward. Today. Jake's gets there now, but in front, Angel. How far away was Powell? Yep, long way. So just a uh, quick ball movement there, but uh, Queanbeyan never touched it. From the kick in, they just need to put more pressure on because. Uh, a shot at one end is going to turn into perhaps a goal at the other end within about 25 seconds. Really need to man up all over the ground when they haven't got the ball, Queanbeyan. Ten-minute mark of the second turn as Anger moves in. Goal umpire doesn't like it, though. Off to the left. Oh, off to the right. Yep, away to the right. So uh, Andrew Anger, he hasn't got one yet today. So uh, it's eight goal, uh, seven, five. Is it 47 to 4428? Todd Dickinson oh. goes out on the full with the kick in. That is a shocker. Can they do anything more to help Bill Conan so far in this first 40 minutes of the match? Well, to be honest, his kick ins today have been hopeless, so they need to get somebody else doing it. As uh, we'll just wait for the kick in. It's across the ground by the Magpies at the back. Weston couldn't mark it, but he's got a, a teammate there. I think it's Jeffries. Kicks a wobbler and will bounce out of bounds. No, it was Jennings. I always get those two confused, 12 and 13. Well, they both had plenty of the ball, so I, don't, uh, I can see why you get them confused now. They've yeah. both uh, kicked four goals between them so far this afternoon, and we're only uh, 10 minutes into this second quarter. Left forward pocket for Belcon, and Queenbeyan need to uh, repel this attack. Longmore and Anger. Longmore gets the tap, comes to ground. Anger tries to butter up off the ground, can't do so. Jarks just paddles the ball in front of him, then goes to ground, picked up by Watman. He won't uh, be able to get out of that tackle there by Bennett. Goes to ground, and the umpire is forced to ball it up. We have transferred from the left forward pocket to the right for Belconnen, but still in the danger zone for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Yeah, nobody in the goal square for the Tigers either, which is, uh, there wasn't for that last throw in either. Well, if you have a look at the half-forward line, there's no man-on-man there. Westcombe's too far away from his opponent. Dickinson's too far away from his. It's in the defensive zone, guys. Get on your men. Ball comes out to the wing. Rats would gobble this up and does. Looks in board. He's got two players loose there. First player there to pick up the ball, I think, is York. Handball's across to his teammate in Widard. Widard, good chase there by Stevens. Ball comes to ground. Belconnen, that looked like a throw. Should have been paid. Yes, Not, yes it, it is. is. Finally, the Queanbeyan Tigers get a break. 
Belconnen are streaming back to uh, flood that back line and forces the Tigers. Well, that kick was closer to me than Mitch Danaher. Well, if you don't move the ball quickly, then you're going to have to go wide. Tigers have to do that. Ball's in the middle now, taken there by Davis. Goes quickly by hand. Good handball. That's creative across to Thompson. Thompson goes long, wobbly kick. Two on one down there. Dickinson's got to make a contest. Does. Picked up by Love. Just brushes a tackle of Wormsley. Too easy. Not hard enough. Chris, ball is in the hand now. Goes out wide from Love in the hands of Jeffrey. He's kicked three goals. Not going to kick one from there. He's going to be about 65 metres out from goal. Goes short to Bennett. Bennett goes over his head. Yeah, in the in the back, should be called play on to advantage. Will it be? No, no it won't be. Should have been called advantage. I guess the only thing uh, for the Queensland Tigers there is that all players stopped, didn't quite know what was going on. And uh, the wash-up is it's going to be a free kick to James Bennett from the back. But once again, you know, just the kick out of the forward line by Thompson to a two-on-one contest. Um, Queensland Tigers didn't have any front and centres. Bill Connor ran the ball away. And uh, without Queensland touching the ball, they are now going to have another shot for goal in James Bennett. Hasn't kicked one this afternoon, but I can tell you that he's, uh, he's only kicked five so far this season, so well down on his usual um, goal-scoring prowess over the years, Bennett. Has been a renowned goal-kicker for Bill Connan. As luck would have, he probably have a day out today and, uh, and match his total for the season, but Bennett now, just inside 50. Oh, that's a bit of a mongrel. Yeah, they usually go pretty straight, those helicopters, Craig. I did them towards uh, the latter part of my career, but that one didn't go straight. Lux of fortune for the Tigers. It's 48 to Belconnen, 28 to the Tigers. Not by choice, though, Nisa. Uh, this is true. QVNFM football brought to you right throughout the season by your Tigers club. As we approach the 15 minute of the second term, it is the Tigers club, proud sponsors of football right across the year on QVNFM. Now, Watman's uh, taking over the kick in duties, thankfully, and he found Irwin. Back into the middle, he goes, tries to find the smallest bloke on the field against Porter. That was ambitious. It goes straight back to the kickoff line. Jeffrey taps it, looking for Ainger, but he couldn't keep it in, and we'll have a boundary throw in. Adjacent to the left behind post up in Sydney, it's uh, the North Melbourne Kangaroos, 10-5-65 in the third quarter, leading Sydney, 8-7-55. As uh, the tap-out's right in the hot spot at half-forward, oh, oh. socket off the ground. Well, that's, that rule has been taken out of the book, boys, kicking in danger, but he's paid it. Against, I think it was Roy Jakes and Andrew Ainger is going to line it up from directly in front. And I'm pretty sure that rule got taken away, but they've paid it here today. Well, I don't know if they've, look, I don't know if they've taken the rule out, but uh, it definitely should be a rule for, uh, for dangerous play. But see, that one was a little bit, I guess it was there, technically speaking, if the, if the rule is still there now. But you say it's not, and I'll, uh, I'll back you knowing the rules more than I do. Ainger. Very deliberate. Goes straight through the middle and Bill Connor got another goal this quarter from a mistake from the Queanbeyan Tigers. That's his first and that will also be his 55th of the season. So he's finally on the board and the Bill Connor Magpies move further in front. It is 8 goals, 6, 54 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. Sort of there or thereabouts the Tigers. Not quite in it, not quite out of it. They're on 4-4-28 but you just wish they had a, a little bit more uh, intensity and uh, they... Didn't muck around the football so much and also were a bit more disciplined on their men. Rice has just come back on to do the ruck work as Porter takes a break. Interestingly, Rats just swapped for McDevitt. So a big height change there as Wormsley is manning up on McDevitt now on the centre wing. Back in the middle, Love gets a quick kick for the Magpies up towards half forward. 
There's a nah. whistle on the play, and somebody's been held. I think it's Chris Thompson going to get the free kick, I think. And I tell you what, that's lucky because that's the other player was holding. I tell you what, though, guys, if every Queanbeyan backman was like Thompson and manned up like he did, uh, like he does every single time, I mean, have a look now. How far away is Powell? How far away is... They're just too, too loose, Queanbeyan Tigers. The ball now goes out towards Griggs. Griggs now takes the mark. Wide half-forward line. Goes short to the lead of Kavanagh. Good lead, good pass, and Kavanagh takes a mark in front of his eyes. Turns around, got to get in quickly. Quaid's on the fast break. Quaid should take the mark and does in front of Ma. Quaid should have a bit too much pace for Ma. And Quaid takes the mark, kicking from about 40 metres out. Been a goal kicker so far this season, has Quaid. He has 13 so far this year, plus the one he kicked in the first term. So that's 14 for the year. Normally plays across the half-back line for the Tigers. Watman just came off for Mitch Danaher and uh, Johnny Elias looking Oof. to come back out as that kick was off the outside of the boot by Quaid. Kicks it like a backman, punched away from the Queanbeyan Tigers. Mark Armstrong by Belconnen. Foot race now, but the line will beat both Western out and I'm not sure who the Queanbeyan Tiger player was, but uh, the boundary umpire will come into play. Just in front of the time clock, which reads 18 minutes in the second quarter, 8.654, Queanbeyan Tigers 4.428. Both rucks miss it at the back. It's Bell Conan. Well, they whistle on play again. It's going to be a Bell Conan free kick for uh, a high tackle. Let's have a look down the ground. Still no touch and feel by any Queanbeyan Tiger defender, and that is just not good enough. Satchel probably as close as anyone. Not zoning off, but just not close enough for mine. Well, he's got a big lead here. Ball goes out towards the Bill Conham player. Doesn't take the mark there in Jennings. And the ball goes out of bounds. Four to the centre for the Bill Conham Magpies. But may I just... I mean, the ball is on the half-forward line for Bill Conham. Why is there no touch and feel and even a little bit of niggle towards their opponent? Not, not tough enough by the Tigers at this stage. They're behind their players. So if a quick kick comes out, Bill Conham's got the first opportunity at the ball. As the ruck uh, contest spills to the back of the pack, it's Turnbull. Gets a handball to his teammate. Forward they go again, uh, the Magpies. Getting back, Jakes. Can't take the mark. Can he get some help from Slater, who just sockers it away now? Jakes gives the shepherd. Slater picks it up. Got no one ahead of him while he does. It's Kavanagh, who uh, let it bounce and then tapped it back into play, but it's gone straight to his opponent and Curtis. Two Magpies fight over it on the ground now, and going in, Griggs picks it up for the Tigers. Goes to Slater. Gets a handball to Stevens. Missed him, though. He's good enough to find it on the ground. Gets out of the pack beautifully. Short pass across the ground. He's going to find uh, Irwin a long way up. He uh, loads it up. Going back, Dickinson Scott should mark it. I oh, oh. dropped the sitter. And the ball spills off hands, out of bounds in the right forward pocket. And that's about the 15th chess mark the Tigers between them have dropped this afternoon. 19-minute mark of the second term. John Elias is getting freezing cold here on the boundary line as he's waiting for the interchange. He's been here three to four minutes now. Love comes out of defence. Pick the pocket there, the Queanbeyan Tiger player. Goes out wide. Good contest there by the Bill Conan player. Comes to ground, though. Good tackle there again by Bill Conan. Picked up by, I think it might be Bunyan. He has a bounce. Goes along into the forward line. Queenian player caught under the football. That is Satchel. Not close enough again to your opponent in Jeffrey. Goes short to another loose player. That'll be 50 metres. You can't touch him after a mark umpire. Should have been another 50 towards McDevitt. Given away by Davis. Not given. But I thought that was a rule. Once you take the mark, you cannot lay hand on yeah, your should opponent. Have been. Should have been. But the wash-up is Bill Connor will have another shot for goal. And this will be Chris McDevitt for the Bill Connor Magpies. 
Actually, that player that was running through the long hair was Quee, not Bunyan, so apologies there. McDevitt now. Very deliberate, comes in, just angles the ball straight through the middle, and that is Belconnor's ninth of the afternoon. Pretty productive first half so far for them. It's nine goals, six, 60. The Queanbeyan Tigers, 4-4-28 as Davis comes off for Johnny Elias Craig. And, uh, yep, and Elias was frustrated too because he knew he should have been on there and that would have uh, probably changed that marking contest quite dramatically. Once again, though, the Queanbeyan Tigers too far away from their opponents across that uh, back half. Mal, they were just nowhere near their opponents then. Yeah, and they're still not, some of them. So uh, I think that... I think that turnover there was Irwin. He ran in and had a shot for goal mm. and just uh, ambled back, didn't pick up his man. No one went back to help out either. Every single defender is behind their Belconnen player. So if Belconnen get a quick kick out of the centre, what chance have we got? And they're all standing still, which is the other problem as well. As uh, Danaher tries to pick it up, he's bumped off it. Going in, Thompson gets a quick handball to Elias, who breaks a tackle. Wide kick, looking for Slater. Couldn't take the mark. Spills to the ground. And nobody can keep it in. That might have been out on the full. It almost was, but that was uh, John Elias. Three possessions in that rush forward for the Tigers. Boundary umpire puts it back into play. Dickinson threw his opponent Rice out of it. It spills to Elias. Quick kick round the corner. Kavanagh in front. Can he trap it? Taps it beautifully. In fact, it was Armstrong to Todd Dickinson. No right foot, so he had to swing back. Gave it back to Elias. Wide kick out looking for Williams. He's uh, hardly touched it. Hasn't been on the ground much, though. Bunyan picks it up, though, for the Magpies. Sends it back for Angel. One-on-one with Powell. It bounces over the heads. Powell turns around quickly. Tried to go back to Jake's, I think, with a handball. It finishes up over the boundary line. We'll have a boundary throw in half forward for the Magpies. As we come up to half time, they lead 60-28. to 28. Ball's on the half-back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Throw in. It'll be, uh, it'll be the Queanbeyan Tiger Ruckman again in Dickinson, up against Rice. Comes to ground, Belcon and get the quick ball in the forward line. It's a one-on-one contest. Irwin nearly gives a free kick away. Comes over the back. Oh, he, he oh. doesn't rush it through. I can't believe that. You're allowed to rush it through if you're under pressure, Neil Irwin. And he's made the cardinal sin of not doing so and kicked off the ground. And he surprised himself there is Brock Weston for his second. But another costly error by the Queanbeyan Tigers has caused a Belconnen goal, and uh, guys, at this stage of the play, you'd have to say that um, it's 10-6, to 4-4, 4-28. You really can't see at this stage Queenie getting back into the game already, and we're not even hit half-time yet. No, Turnbull just came off to Campbell for Belconnen, and uh, yeah, I think this one's gone. Now the uh, fat lady is warming up. Well, I think the players are just confused about that rush rule. You could see Erwin uh, thinking that he wasn't allowed to rush it through, and so he just let it bounce, and uh, of course the other player just came through and kicked it off the ground. As the Tigers work it forward here, shocking handball by Slater, missed uh, Griggs, but Griggs puts a good tackle on Ma, that should be holding the ball. He had an opportunity to get rid of it, but the umpire said held to him, and so we'll have a ball up at half forward for the Tigers, badly needing a goal. Both Ruckman tackle each other, so it spills to the ground. Nobody can break free here at half forward, the umpire says, I'll have it again. It's interesting to say about the Raw. I've been watching Talking Footy quite regularly on a Monday night and uh, they're also a bit confused and mention how the players are confused. But I guess all you have to know is if you're under pressure, you're allowed to rush it. If you just walk it through like it would be out of bounds, then that's where you're not allowed to do it. It's Bell Conan bouncing into the forward 50 now is Bennett. will kick just on 50. 
It's a lovely looking kick by James Bennett and he has his first of the afternoon and the pain grows even further for the Queanbeyan Tigers as they go further behind in this match. They are on 4-4, stuck on that and that's 28. Well, Connor Magpies, well, they are flying at the moment. They will move eventually as the scoreboard catches up with us. Should read, what, 11? 11. 11 6. 11-6, that should read 72. So 24 minutes into the second quarter, it's 11-6-72 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 4-4-28. And dare I say it, that that fat lady you talked about, Craig, was she just about to walk up to the microphone? Yeah, she is. Greg just came off then, and he take his break. Uh, Watman back Go. on as Johnny Elias tries to kick it out of the pack. Oh, picked his pocket from Campbell. And Belconnen inside 50 again. Irwin at the back with a strong fist over Weston. But Jeffrey gets it. Jennings was looking threatening there. He might get it now as they set her back towards the corridor. And once again, Powell just punching it away from Anger. Magpie's in front, though. This time it's uh, Jeffrey. Dodging and weaving, gets it to his teammate, quick handball, wobbly old kick up looking for Campbell, he couldn't trap it, overruns it, goes back, finds it first though, they all dive in, oh that's around the neck to the uh, Magpie player, umpire on the wrong side of the pack didn't see it, stacks on the middle in this forward pocket for the uh, Belconnen Magpies, he's forced to ball it up, up in Sydney, Sydney now lead 73-66 to in the third quarter. Rats and McDevitt looking to make the change here as soon as they can. Campbell snaps out the pack. Is that a mark? <laughs> Is that 15 metres? Oh, I, don't well, think it, I don't think it was either. Yeah, but he's paid it to Jake's in the goals quick. It was going to go through for a goal if he didn't touch it. Uh, shocking, short. shocking kick, didn't work. But Erwin, uh, good enough to find it on the ground. He's got to play a loose breaking. It's Danaher to the outer side of the ground. In the middle, that kick's a wobbler. Kane's... Stevens gets to it though. Mm. Another grubber along the ground. That's not going to help your key forwards much, trying to pick it up. And it doesn't. Magpies, well, in fact, they muck it up. Stevens will find it. He goes for a bit of a run looking for Armstrong, oh, who leads out and takes a good mark. That was a Ryobi, wasn't it? It just drilled straight at him. Yeah. Oh, gee, they worked pretty hard to get the ball forward. Like two play. or three kicks of uh, missed targets or hit the ground, but eventually persistence paid off and Armstrong. Again, we'll go back from about 40 metres out, this time a bit closer to directly in front. But again, he's pushed to the right-hand side. And that's the second point he's kicked this quarter where it's faded to the right. There's not no breeze here to speak of, really, and uh, they should be gobbled up by a player of his experience. 26-minute mm. uh, mark of the second term, so half-time not far away. Craig, just uh, going back to an earlier goal that the Magpies kicked, how, low, how far are you allowed to run without bouncing it? Uh, 15, isn't it? Yeah, so 25 metres is too far? I would have said so. <laughs> yeah. Buy some land off that umpire any day. The ball's in the half-forward line for the Tigers. Trying to get the ball forward even further for Queenian. Looked to be Johnny Elias. Wrapped up in a tackle and the umpire is forced to ball it up. Just forward of the 50-metre arc. Over the top there is Quaid. Picked up there is Danaher. Queenian need a goal here. Not going to get one with that kick. Ball goes towards Kavanagh. Tries to use his pace. Armstrong, check side. Where's that going to go? Going to go nowhere near the goals. Actually went further away from the goals than where he kicked it from. And it goes about 25 metres uh, around from the left-hand post of the points. And Armstrong would have kicked that from the other side of the ground. Yeah, it was a shocker. Should have gone with the left foot. Dickinson wins the tap down, but no Queenie player in front of the pack. They all go in now. Tackle without it. Ball spills out. Stevens lost the handle on it. Love. His handball went nowhere, going in Slater, tackled straight away, should be a ball up. 
Last five minutes has been pretty ugly from both teams as we come up to half time. It's 72 to 29, Belconnen leading. Up in Sydney, it's 73 to 66 with the Swans leading. Ooh, my tip's looking better. He gave them away quick. Yeah, yeah, a bit premature there, I think you might have been, Craig. It is in Sydney. Love now. Once again, loose player for Belconnen there is Quee. Picks the ball up. After, sorry, didn't pick it up. He took the mark. Goes short to Anger. That should be holding the ball. Great tackle there by Powell. Is rewarded. That should be 50 as well. It was a throw. Yeah. It's got to be a 50-metre penalty. You can't just kick the ball around the corner once the whistle's blown. It's not going to be. I've got the grandstand blocking me here now, so I'll let you take this. Powell goes across the ground, looking for his teammate, finds him. Need to straighten up here. Go to centre-half forward. Now they go back to where the kick virtually came from, and that's Satchel. Almost his first touch, I think. He's had a quiet one. Who's Quee's opponent, by the way? I'd like to get someone on him. He goes looking for Griggs. He slips over, lets in uh, Turnbull, but the ball spills over the line. We'll have a boundary throw on a lot but of players have slipped over this afternoon too, so obviously it's a the now. Yeah, well, that's a ridiculous matchup if it's the one. Anyway, boundary umpire puts it back into play. This ground gets very slippery when the sun goes off it, guys. So uh, Davis now for the Tigers. Breaks out of the pack, uh, sets Thompson free. He goes looking for a one-on-one. That's a great Mark Stevens. Centre wing. Tigers badly need a goal before half-time. Oh, Another oh, shot up here. And uh, it's cut off easily by the Belcommon defence. Just needs to take a bit more time when he's kicking the ball, Kane Stevens. Wide kick, finds Turnbull on the bounce in front of Griggs, who didn't put much of an effort in to tackle him. Goes back, Rice has got it, pumps it long. It's a two-on-two here, they all spill at the back, and the umpire said, Powell, you pushed him out. Angel had a forearm in his back there, and uh, the umpire just thought that was a push-out. Fair enough, you're right in front of that one, Craig. Anger now goes to the lead of the Belconnen teammate, hits him up nicely. Good mark taken there Jeff. by Belconnen. That is Jeffrey. Luke Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He goes short to the lead, doesn't quite spot him up. Jark sort of working there. Siren goes. I'm glad the siren went because I couldn't see anything there with the grandstand blocking my view. It is Belconnen here at Manuka Road at half time. They are 11 goals, 6 72. The Queanbeyan Tigers. Long way in arrears there on 4-5-29. And, guys, what was the... Uh, how many goals did Bill Conning kick that quarter? Six. Man? Six. Six goals, two to two goals, three. Six, two to two, three. So there's the tail of the uh, of that second quarter, dominated by the Bill Conning Magpies. And I guess, Craig, in all fairness, they've dominated the first half. They did indeed. And uh, as the teams... Neither team looks up here at half-time. I, I guess Bill Conning know just how many chances they've been given by the Queanbeyan Tigers. They're out on the ground just huddling up, and the uh, Tigers, they also start their huggle a bit closer to the race. But uh, I don't think neither team is particularly happy with that first half of football. Both uh, teams' heads are down, and uh, Mer's just looking about. He'll uh, be looking at some stats there and uh, possibly making a few changes as he heads off the ground right now. Of course, next week... Uh, uh, Michael, you've got a big game for Merv Armstrong out here at Marnica Oval on Saturday. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I think I'll be calling it possibly by myself, so apologies to the listeners out there if you're going to have my deltones for the whole afternoon. But, look, please, if you can't be here, make sure you are on the radio because it will be Mark Armstrong's 300th uh, first-grade game for the club. And irrespective of what happens today, nothing can be taken away from that achievement. Now, that is an incredible achievement, not only... 
um, for the longevity of the man, and his performance has been high from, from day one, but also the strain it does take on the body and the family. So incredible effort by he, and I will say well done to his family, Kel and the kids, and obviously his family back in Wagga. Hopefully everybody that can possibly get to Manuka Oval next week come because he will be only the second player in the Tiger history to crack 300. Obviously, Aussie Wind holds a record of 347. I don't think that will ever be beaten. And Mark Armstrong will join him in the 300 club, illustrious 300 club. There's not too many awards that Mark Armstrong hasn't won, Mal, and uh, I just hope that the team can give him a much better performance next week than they've shown out here in the first half today. Yes, well done to uh, Merv. Unfortunately, I can't get here next week, so uh, hopefully it all goes well. If the uh, if he gets a bit angry, he might belt someone and he might not uh, be able to play anything. Well, I think if he's going to belt anyone, I reckon they might be wearing black and gold, unfortunately. But, yes. uh, look, I come to every single Queanbeyan Tiger game, as probably both Craig and yourself do, Mal, knowing that their best is good enough. But I'm now looking at this and just wondering, you know what? Am I, have, I, have I got false hope? Is their best good enough, Mal? Because we haven't really seen it today and we haven't seen it for probably 18 months now. No, look, they haven't played all that well today, to be honest. Uh, they're 43 points down at half-time, and they're probably lucky to be that close. Um, they're just The back half just don't man up enough, and uh, we've mentioned it a few times in the call, that there's just not enough uh, defensive pressure coming on from the back half. They're not winning enough ball out of the middle. Mitch Danaher seems to be the only bloke who seems to be able to get a centre clearance, and he's the smallest, well, apart from Wormsley and Satchel, the smallest bloke on the field. So um, if you don't win it out of the middle enough, it's going to come down to the, the uh, opposition forwards on a fairly regular occurrence. And if your backmen are not manning up, of course you're going to lose the ball and the game and the score. As we can uh, see here at, at halftime, I don't think Bell Connor played, played particularly well, but they have a huge lead, 11 goals, 672 to 4-5-29 at halftime. We might take a break and hand it back to the studio and... Uh, We'll be back in about 15 minutes for all the second half action. Welcome back to Monica Oval here as we get set for the second half. Belconnen versus Queanbeyan, and it is Belconnen with a handy lead at the long break. 11-6-72 plays 4-5-29. The team's just breaking away from their huddles after the half-time break and uh, about to resume hostilities. Craig Ravel with Mal Prentice and Michael Neeson, both all in the commentary position to call the second half of this game. Brought to you by your Tigers Club, 20 Queen Bar Road, Queanbeyan, your Tigers Club, for a good meal, great atmosphere and uh, fantastic entertainment. Tigers Club, proud sponsor of QBNFM Football. Michael Keneally, the umpire Michael Keneally, puts the ball in the air. Dickinson taps it down through the hands of Danaher, wrapped up then immediately by another Tigers player who is set upon, and we will have a secondary bounce. That was Griggs who uh, got tackled. Secondary bounce adjacent to the concentric circles. Dickinson again with the tap down straight there. to Danaher, pushing the back, has been awarded to the Tigers centre player. Danaher looking to set it up. He's had a few uh, frees, but he gets in and under. High kick. That's not going to suit the forwards. Out comes Quaid. Third man up. Didn't uh, take the mark, but Armstrong's infringed against Steve Maher. Around the neck, the umpire said. And the uh, free kick has been paid, so the Magpies work it to the outer side of the ground. And they look to set it up. 
kick back into the corridor. Well, they've mucked it up, but there's two of them there. Now they've got the loose player, although they've got a bad bounce, and Paul Williams up from the forward line gets his first kick of the afternoon, but it was a shocker. Porter went in for Belconnen. He couldn't find it on the ground, but they work it out now through Jennings. Oh, he's kicked smothered by Thompson. Thompson, he's got a, a player loose. Oh, that's a terrible handball back into the corridor looking for Little, but it found him eventually. Now Slater's got it. Slater, what can he do with it? Goes looking for Williams. He's fair, a bit of space at half forward. Dropped the mark, but he's got a bit of room to uh, work in. Goes looking for Armstrong, but that's a terrible kick. Cut off easily by Ma. His handball put his teammate under the pressure, but Bennett going back. Gets it back to uh, Viney. First time we've called him for the day. Goes to Ratz. Sends it up towards uh, half forward, coming across Watman, got in front of Ainger, picked it up, got a quick handball to Powell, wobbly old kick looking for Scott Dickinson, bounced away from him and Ratz traps it beautifully, goes up to a one-on-one at full forward, Tigers are in front, punched away at the back, no Queenbean player there, it went to Ainger, got a quick handball to York, who uh, goes across the goals looking for Jennings, couldn't hang on to it, and is it out on the full or touched over? Well, I think it's touched We'll have a, a boundary throw-in in the right forward pocket for the Magpies. They've done uh, a bit of attacking. In fact, this is their first foray forward. No addition to the score, 72 to 29 half-time. As James Bennett gets the quick kick from the throw-in, he was unopposed, 20 metres out directly in front. Not sure that how that happens, but he has kicked his second for the afternoon. And Nisa, as you join us, that's not what you wanted to see. Well, no, I've um, I've, I've got locked out. Um, we need a key to get into the room here, unfortunately, and uh, I was banging on the door. Finally, uh, someone came, but as soon as I come to the uh, the commentary box, Scott Dickinson goes up unopposed in the ruck, taps it straight to a Bell Conham player, who handballed across to the free Bell Conham player, and the Queanbeyan Tigers have another inquiry as to what's going on down there in defence. Ball's now picked up by Griggs, nearly a throw. Tries to get the ball forward for the Tigers. Numbers are with them. Matt Little tries to pick it up one-handed. Does now. Goes to Elias. Across to Griggs. Terrible kick into the forward line again. Going to hit the uh, the boot laces of Kavanagh. Should be caught holding the ball and will be. Tried to beat his man, but uh, wasn't good enough. But that's really not caused by Kavanagh. It's caused by the poor kick into the forward line. Quee now. He's got a bit of the football. Once again, loose player in the middle for Bell Conan. Lux of fortune for Queanbeyan Tigers. The ball didn't hit the target. Queenie should respond now. Loose player there is Slater. Look to go by hand. Just pops it over the top. Let's Williams run onto it. Good kick and good lead by Williams. And he should just go back. Hasn't had much of the leather this afternoon. Hasn't kicked a goal. So he just needs to go back, steady himself and put this one through. We'll kick from about 50. Likes his chances. No win to speak of here at Marnica. Queenie need this just to get a bit of uh, momentum going. Kicks ugly off the boot, but it's straight. Nothing wrong with them being ugly if they go straight. Williams has his first for the afternoon, and the Queenbean Tigers finally get their fifth. They're 5-5, 35 to Belconnen, who are on 12 goals, 6-78. We're just ticking on five minutes into this third quarter, and now they need a few more of those. They certainly do. Uh, Paul Williams just needs to get into uh, the game a bit more often. He's come out... Moved around a bit, so uh, that's going to get him going. Up at the SCG, it's a, uh, a spine-tingling game up there at the moment. 13 and a half minutes gone last quarter. It's the Swans by one point, 85 to 84. As back at the middle here, it's Turnbull for the Magpies. Trying to pick it up. 
his teammate got in the way, and Stevens, well, he tried to take it off him, but uh, that kick by the Magpies forwards a bad one, cut off by Dickinson, uh, it was Todd, but his kick again is a poor one, and has caused a turnover on centre wing, Belconnen break free. Players running loose in the middle, but uh, the handball missed the target, but they've got plenty of backup, that's the thing, they're running in twos and threes, and sending this ball forward, Ainger couldn't mark it, he ran under it, but at the back, Weston picks it up, quick handball, can't find a teammate, now he does, Campbell took a long time to get rid of it, finishes up back with uh, James Bennett, hooks it around the corner, nobody can take the ball at half forward, going through Satchel, got a quick handball, Scott Dickinson, looks for Quaid, right in the middle, takes the mark, he's got a player wide on this side, it's uh, Little, spots him now, goes to him, he's got a bit of space to work in, Armstrong on a long lead, takes the mark, but he's eight. Williams needs the lead in the corridor here. He's 80 metres out, right near the boundary line, Merv. So he's got to get a lead from somewhere. It goes to Williams, but he's tight on the boundary line and couldn't mark it off hands over the line. We'll have a boundary throw in. That's uh, probably not the right place to be kicking it to. Williams is asking, how do I end up with a two-on-one? Lexi Bennett is down the ground, no one near him, and that is why the contest became impossible. I think your problem you've got, you, once you lead into a pocket, you really haven't got much space to move, so you're going to be surrounded by players. Picked up now by Danaher, ball goes back into the pack. Bell Connor, good oh, tackle there that, by the Queensland yeah. Tigers player, but he's called too high. I'm sitting right in front of this. Rats just put his forearm into the 100-gamer Matt Little's face, and that's what the free kick's mm, for. He yeah. just tried to defend off his face. Defend. So Little now will have a shot for goal. Kicking from about 45 metres. Angle is probably about 60 degrees. Not a real noted goal scorer. This will be a good one for him and the Tigers if he can put it through. Bit of a stuttery run-up and wasn't a very good kick. Got too close to the man on the mark. And in fact, well, yeah, it was touch. Good call, Craig. The boundary umpire thought was going to pay out of bounds on the fall. But Matt Little just got way too close to the man on the mark. He had a stutter in his run-up, wasn't confident, and the kick showed it as it went uh, very, very far to the right-hand side of the uprights. And yeah. luck's a fortune for Tigers. They get another chance to regroup in their forward line. Craig, how close was Turnbull to Little while he was kicking that? Well, he didn't go back. He was about a metre away. Haven't you got to be five metres away when you're not the man on the mark? You read the rule book far too much, Malcolm. <laughs> well, the <laughs> other for a reason, isn't it? The, the, pe- the people in Orange don't read it, obviously. Well, it's there for a reason, the rule book. And uh, I'm not going to argue with you, Mal, because you'll probably pay 50 against me. Picked up there by Griggs. Handballs to no one in particular, but it's in space for the Queen Tigers. Williams around the corner. I think he might have kicked that one. He's not showing much emotion, so I don't know where, well, I don't know how to read that. He usually uh, throws the hands in the air and carries on a bit after kicking a goal, but there was not a reaction at all there from Williams. Well, not sure how significant that is. Him the right reaction. I'm just not sure how significant that is. I might be reading too much into that, but the body language wasn't good. Usually he would be jumping up and down like he's uh, just won the lottery. Didn't show any emotion at all then, but he's kicked his... Second, is that right, Mel? Yep, Second both. of the afternoon. Both in this quarter. Queanbeyan Tigers move along now. It's Belconnen, though, still a long way in front. 12 6 78. Queanbeyan Tigers 6 5 41. Belconnen lead by six goals, one at the nine minute mark of the third term. And it's been all Queanbeyan so far as they try to get the carry away once again. Back in the middle, Danaher's uh, handball missed Dickinson, but they've Worked it for the muck it up again. Elias handball wide that time. Yep, but he's going to finish up back with it from Danaher, who's been uh, by far the Queenbeam best player. Hang on, Williams, Williams has got a holding here. Yep, free kick. 
He milked that one beautifully. 20 metres out, directly in front. Talsman has been playing well for Belconnen, the number 10 in the forward line, but this time Williams just got the better of him. Can either of you guys think of another Queanbeyan player outside of Mitch Danaher who's got a centre clearance? No. Uh, Elias. Maybe. Mitch Danaher, he must be 95 to 99% of each centre clearance that the Queanbeyan Tigers have won. So he's the only player that looks capable of getting the ball out the middle for the Tigers at the moment. Up at the uh, SCG, still a point the difference, Swans leading. We've got a score from Melbourne in the uh, top of the table clash. If you don't want to know it, as Williams slots that third goal through. Yes, I can the hear quarter. the headset going off our good friend Michael Neeson, who has uh, got to leave pass to watch that game after us. you better give the score, man. All right, it's uh, a surprise, I think, the margins. And Kilda 5-2-32, Geelong 1 point. Oh, it's Hawthorne all over again. So... Uh, Niso can put the headset back on. So the score here at Marnick, though, is Belconnen, 12-6-78. Tigers are 7-5-47, so three goals to one. They're all to Paul Williams in this quarter. And it's five goals, one the difference still. So still a uh, fair ma- mountain to climb, Your Michael. math's improving, though, Craig. <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> the earphones are back on. Um, I don't want people knowing that. They don't want to know the score because I'll have text messages coming a plenty from uh, my, all my supposed it. I just mates. Told them the rule. <laughs> uh, the ball is in the middle there, and uh, Campbell can't get the ball loose for uh, Bill Connor, so the umpire will have to. Have a take two. Just don't answer the phone, Nisa. No, this is true. Just forward of centre for Bill Connor and Magpies. They need to respond. They need to respond. But Queen is starting to get their uh, their way into the game here. Campbell barges through the pack. Hamble misses the target. Butted up again there by Campbell on the bottom of the pack. The umpires. Oh, it looks like he's. Oh, I thought he might have been going to call hiding the ball there. He was which been very very harsh on uh, Campbell. The only player making the play there. But the ball has eked about another 10 metres. It's on just outside the 50 metre zone for Belconnen. Porter, Dickinson, over the top for Queenby, I think might have been Thompson. Ball gets slapped out to the wing, so players can run onto it. Good work there by Belconnen in Bennett. Not hard enough there by Slater. Ball is in the hands of Belconnen. Goes back to Bennett. That was given to him from his teammate in Bunyan. Goes towards the middle of the ground. Good kick there by the Belconnen player in Jennings. And out in front on the lead is Anger. In front of Powell and Anger will line up from about 40, 45 metres out and try and kick his second goal of the afternoon and Belconnen's 13th. As we just tick over the 12-minute mark of this third quarter. Yeah, you called it there. Just not hard enough at the ball there, Paul Slater. Could have laid a good tackle, which would, uh, would mean this kick's not happening. Well, the kick's a wolf to the left. So through for a behind, and it's 12-7-79. Belconnen leading Queanbeyan, 7-5-47. And guys, I've got to say, uh, Queanbeyan fans should be getting out of the football more often because I'm sitting down here at the Monica end and the sun's streaming through. What a great place to watch the footy, almost as good as Dairy Farmers Park. And you with all your mates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anything you're lacking out there at the moment uh, is a nice can of a cold one. The ball's in the hands of Mitchie Danaher. He's got the ball inside 50 for the defensive area for Queenman. Gets way too many kicks in the defensive side for my liking. Love to have him at the other end getting kicks. But unfortunately, he works that hard and the ball's down there that often. That's where he has to be. Ball's on the ground now. Picked up by Matt Little. He's slung to the ground by Jarks. Players pile on each other. Should be in the back there for the Queenman Tigers. Then it is. I oh, know, the Tiger player in Quaid pushed the Belconnen player in the back. My apologies. Bennett, could be a 50 a as Quaid puts uh, Widard on his back. 
but Bennett has the free kick for Bill Connor. Mao wasn't happy with something there. Couldn't have been the free kick, it was obvious. Ball goes in now from Bennett. Good lead in the pass. They're very skillful mob, Bill Connor. Jennings now goes short, and Anger will have another shot, this time a little bit closer. Probably have a shot from about 35, 40 metres out. Had the tester about two minutes ago. Hasn't kicked well so far this afternoon. Has only Wind kicked has the one. Up. Wind is blowing towards the uh, Canberra City end, and so has picked up a little bit, but still. Canberra not that City much. end. Like, <laughs> Canberra City end is the other end, isn't it? No, the Manuka end is the end Queanbeyan's kicking to. Or should I say to the left hand side <laughs> of the dial? Well, and, the left hand uh, side of the dial. The <laughs> well, the ball's gone to the left hand side of the goalpost. So, Anger. Obviously, he's pretty comfortable with the lead they've got so far. He doesn't want to add any six-pointers to it. Belconnen now. It's Queanbeyan Tigers, 7-5-47. The Belconnen Magpies, they should be when the scoreboard finally turns over. It's 12-8, and that should read 80. SCG, it's uh, Sydney now by eight points. 23 minutes gone last quarter. Should hang on there, Sydney. The crowd would be uh, getting that Sydney chant going. Dickinson for the Tigers. Bring the ball out to the uh, outer side which in this case is the scoreboard side. Handball comes out. Queanbeyan running the ball. Westcombe haven't called his name very often. He goes short. Good, Good hands there by Quaid. Good run there by Thompson. Good footy this by the Ties. Ball goes towards Armstrong and Ma. The old war horses go at it. Armstrong picks up the ball. Handball's to no one in particular. Picked up there by Curtis. And he gets it to love. And Belconnen will relieve the pressure. Belconnen getting numbers back here. That's why they can create with hand and run as they move Loose. up to the half-forward line in front of the Jack Fingerland scoreboard. Weston got the handball from Campbell. Runs to an open goal from 45 metres out. And it's just missed to the left. Your thoughts, Michael? Is the, I thought I heard an expletive in the background. No, it wasn't expletive. It was loose. Queenland were very loose. Belcotton had two players across half-forward line that were free. Uh, and when the ball is coming back towards your uh, opposing goal, you need to be on your man. I just don't think Queenland react quick enough uh, when there is a turnover. Ties. How do they have men free in the forward line when they've had everyone stream back and they had four free men in the back line? I don't know. Should we just stop the game and do a number count? Because it does look like Bill Cotton have a lot more on the ground, but no, in they, saying that, their they, intensity is a lot greater than the Tigers at the they moment. They run harder. They run harder. Well, That's that how they right. get them. So the ball, uh, again, from the kick-in, went out of bounds from the Tigers. It was touched by Mitch Danaher from the uh, throw-in, stacks on the mill. It's 81-47. to 47. Tigers have uh, kicked three goals to one in this quarter, so they're at least uh, winning the quarter. Irwin goes with the haymaker out of the ruck contest. It went to nobody but McDevitt from the opposition. Handball to Campbell in space. Runs to 40. Kick on its way. Is to the left again. And that never deviated on flight. He kicked it behind and it was straight the entire way left at boot. So Once again, there was a ruck contest and he just peeled out the back. No one on him for, for miles. And Queenie uh, try and get the ball out of defence. Not a good kick by Irwin. Well done by Quaid. Handballs to Slater, that's much better. Run through the pack, gives a handball to Stevens. Better use of the football from Stevens. Kicks towards Armstrong. This is good footy. Armstrong's just got to pop it over the top to Westcombe. No, Keep her on the ball, Westcombe. No, no mark taken by Westcombe. Good work there by Love. Picked up there now by Stevens. He goes in hard. Picked up by Wormsley. Good handball to Williams. Should kick his fourth for the corner. Oh. Doesn't. Tries to grubber it off. Tries to grubber it through the goals, doesn't do so, and hits the right hand upright. 
He has kicked 3-1 this quarter, but looking very dangerous for the Tigers. He was too busy worrying where Steve Marr was rather than slotting it straight through. As here they go, coast to coast again around the outer side. The Magpies from the kick-in. They're up to half forward already. Out comes Anger, but he's... Uh, well, in fact, it's uh, Irwin leading to the ball, but he missed it completely. Picked up by Bennett. Short kick. Jakes drops another chest mark. They've had a shocker down back today with a chest marking. Quick kick out of the pack by the Magpies is going to dribble over the line next to the left-hand goal post, uh, left-hand behind post, and we'll have a throw in. It's 10, 12, uh, 12-10-82, Belconnen, leading Queanbeyan 7-6-48. We've had 17 minutes. Up in Sydney, it's 98 now to 85, so the Swans starting to break free. 13 points up, 26 minutes gone, so they're home. Campbell, oh, the kick looked good, but it's punched away as the Tigers now starting to make something in the back line with another hand pass over to Danaher. Danaher goes towards Quaid on the long lead. He's taken another mark. He's taken a number of those this afternoon. He's got no one to really kick to. Kavanaugh went too early. Shot. That's not a bad-looking kick. You guys grunted, but no, he actually pulled his kick nicely. Kavanaugh got away from his man in Curtis. Goes to a two-on-one. Smallest man on the ground does fantastic well in Danaher. Just needs the bounce. Doesn't get it. Loves up against Danaher. Love a win. Gets shepherded out there, does Danaher. Good work by Belconnen. Picked up now by Tausma. He goes towards, that looks like Brock Weston. Again, been given too much space. Lucks a fortune for the Tigers. Oh, run into trouble. Irwin runs into trouble, but Lux of Fortune goes towards Armstrong to Davis. Davis goes down towards Williams. That's too high. Bennett tries to punch that away. Picked up now by Widard, and he handles across to Ma, and Belconnor will again get out of trouble through key. Williams gave away a cheap free kick in the back line. The umpire called play on. And then picks his player up. Was Davis pushed over after he kicked it in the centre-half forward? Fair income. Get consistent, you blokes. Longmore's got the ball at half-back for the Tigers. He goes for a bit of a run through the cricket pitch area, sends it high and long. Williams at the back. It's two magpies, but they muck it up, but they've got a third one at the back, loose. He mops it up, goes looking for McDevitt, who takes the mark. Quick handball to uh, Widard. Haven't seen much of him, but he hasn't needed to do too much work in the back half, but his kick's a bad one. Cut off. Now it's Kavanagh on centre wing with the ball. Too far out to score. Need to kick it 160 metres. Goes with a short pass to Quaid, who marks it. Williams is leading the pocket again. Again. 99 to 85, Sydney in front. 29 minutes gone at the SCG. Williams on the impossible angle now, and he'll go for this. He'll probably kick it the way he plays. He, uh, He loves this sort of stuff. We've got a good view of it anyway. Once he comes out from behind the grandstand, we can see the goals, but that's about it. Craig, I might get you to call this, mate, because well, we can't, I can't see William see Bell. The goal, but I can tell you he's fumbled the ball a few times, now moves in deliberately. Lexi Bennett on the mark. Oh, he's kicked to the hot spot. Queenbean in front. Stevens. a free kick yeah, there against Stevens. Stevens. Couldn't take the mark. Love's got it for the Magpies. Goes with a quick handball. A look-away job. And Bennett's run over the boundary line. They tried to call deliberate, but not, not doing, and they will have a throw-in in the uh, right Forward pocket for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Ball back into play. Longmore in the ruck against Rice. Longmore won it down. Going through, I think that's Westcombe. Spills off hands. Good smother by Murr. Finishes up back with Jennings. Goes back to Quee. He hasn't had a opponent all day. Now Mars got it for the Magpies. Up towards still got Irwin. Centre wing. Well, it's a ridiculous matchup. James Bennett's got it over the line. We'll have a throw in. Good tackle there by Powell. 
And Irwin's running off, Quay. Bennett's slow to get up. Probably complaining he didn't get a free kick that time. <laughs> Boundary umpire about to put it back in. He should wear a blue jumper with CFC and three on the back. Then he'd get one. Westcombe's got it. Tackled straight away. Spills off hands. Back to Quay again. Still doesn't have an opponent. Into the middle of the ground looking for Turnbull. But Irwin, no, it's Davis, takes the mark for the Tigers. 82 to 48. Belconnen in front. Oh, Todd Dickinson went up one-handed, missed it, trapped it on the ground beautifully. Those short pass outcomes. Nearly legging, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was. Ma took it. Armstrong was a metre and a half behind him. And Ma goes to the outer side. He's got to play loose. What a surprise. Yeah, ball's in the hands now of Jennings, just approaching the outer side wing. Good chase there by Slater. But Jennings has got his kick away, and that's not a good kick. Out in front of Brock Weston, but too far in front of him. And the ball goes out of bounds. Elias relieves the pressure for the Tigers. Goes in short. Cuts across the ground. Ball's in the hand of Jarks. Goes for one of his familiar runs. He's ran too far, has he? Did have one bounce, but probably gained about 30 metres. So turnover again. Great Bunyan. The arms of Angel, wasn't it? Yeah, instead of just handballing it, kick the ball as far as you can. Ball's in the hands of Bill Conan. Lead down there. Oh, cut off nicely there by Thompson. He's had a, a pretty good afternoon. Goes short towards Davis. Davis now for the Tigers. Not much movement in front of him, so he's got to go wide. Does so. Westcombe should take this on the chest. Angel trying to get there. Does, but a little bit too late. And Westcombe takes a chest mark. Got another short player there. It goes a little bit longer. Griggs was short, but goes to Quaid. Quaid's done this most of the afternoon, but unfortunately for the Tigers, he's always taking it across the half-back line or the centre line. Nothing taken up forward. Ball now in the hands of Powell from Satchel. Powell now goes across the ground. Good kick in the arms of Slater. Slater now. He's got another short player in Dickerson. Can turn and run. Does now. Stops, props off the one foot. Goes towards oh. William. Drops a chest mark. Don't have the sun's in the eyes there, Craig. Get you a comment on that in a second. Ball comes towards Kavanagh. Handles out towards Love. Easy chest mark dropped there by Williams. And the ball is in the hands of McDevitt. Easy if you call sliding on your knees at a worm burner. Easy. Yeah, I would. Anyway, ball's in the hands of Bennett. He's wrapped up by two Tiger players. Should be called holding the ball. Mal don't like that decision, and uh, the umpire says the ball was held to him. Of course it was, because he tried to break two tackles and uh, finally got wrapped up by both. And it's a ball up on the half-forward line for Belcon and Magpies. Porter tries to win the tap down to McDevitt. It's uh, cut off by Elias, goes with a handball to Griggs. Back into the traffic. He's looking to handball at first option. How about kicking it, Will? Gets it back to his teammate Davis. Over to Wormsley. Hardly seen him all day. Wobbly old kick to half forward. Nobody can mark that. It bounces the wrong way for everyone. Now Williams traps it. Hooks it. Kick. Well, not far enough. And he's kicked it into row 10 out on the fall. Could have taken that grab, Craig. I was a bit slack on the lead there. <laughs> so the resultant free kick will be taken by Widard in the back pocket for the Magpies. Short old kick. Into the bouncing into ball the... doesn't favour Quaid, but he gets it anyway. Goes to Geordie Longmore, who goes back to Johnny Elias. Oh, Elias centres up. Slater's going to have to go. He's got two. Not hard enough again, Slater. Bennett in front of him. Saw the body. Keeps it there. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I, I just you just got to go harder at the football. Yeah. He saw the body, looked at Bennett. Bennett wanted it more, and I know Bennett's got a bit more experience than Slater, but. Gee, Slats, if the ball's there to be won, son, you've got to go a little bit harder than that. If we can see it from up here, your teammates can see it also, and it just doesn't uh, bode too well. Anyway, Bill Conan have a shot on goal. I think this might be York, just kicking inside 50. That's another wobbly-looking kick. A few players having trouble kicking the ball today. 
That's no exception. It goes through for a minor score. Queeman get the quick kick out. Ball's in the hands of Dickinson. Looks, oh, Scott Dickinson's on a lead. That's ignored. Dickinson now goes back to the goal square. So from whence she came, ball's in the hands of Irwin. Irwin now. Got a bit of a problem. He's got to kick long, but nothing short here. Tiger's taking way too long to get the ball out of defence, so he does. He goes long, goes down the ground. No one really there for the Tigers. The only player there is Love. Ball bounces away. Slater's in there again. Again, not really hard enough for mine. Kick around the corner. Two Belconnor players can raffle it, and the one that wins the ticket is Turnbull, and he's taken the mark right on 50 for the Belconnor Magpies. Goes long. Searching kick by Turnbull. Marks in the goal square by Anger. And Age has taken that mark in front of Powell. Won't be in front. Angel wants it to be in the goal square, but the umpire says, no, you drifted outside of it. Just got to think his way through this, does Angel. There's a left footer, so it's going to be difficult. He's pinned up against the uh, left-hand goal uh, point post. Runs around the right. Great. Is that within five yards? I think that was smothered. It, yeah, was, it was smothered by Will Griggs, but he was pretty much right in Angel's pocket, so... If we're talking about the five-metre rule that you mentioned earlier, now that should have been a 50-metre penalty. Umpires... Uh, no, they're having a conference here, I think. Yeah, they are. Uh, maybe he's called a free kick. Have another yeah, go. He's going to give it a 50-metre penalty. I called it right the first time. It should be as well. He was way too close there was Will Griggs. He was only about two metres away from Angel. Angel took one step to his right, and Will Griggs was right there to smother the ball. So... Look, correct decision there by the umpires, and Angel won't get an easier shot at goal than that one. That is his second of the afternoon, and Belcona moved further in front. They moved now to 89 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 48. So for all the good work that Queanbeyan's done this quarter, and they have improved in this third term, they really haven't made too much of an impact on the scoreboard. It's 13-11-89 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 7-6-48. 26-minute mark of the third term. This game brought to you by your Tigers Club. 20 Queen Bar Road It is a great place for a meal. Terrace Bistro, one of the best. And also, remember, a great atmosphere, good food, and all the drinks at club prices. Queen Bar, 20 Queen Bar Road, your Tigers Club, proud sponsors of QBNFM, as once again Mitch Danaher gets the clearance. And Quaid came from a long way back to take a chess mark, one of the few they've held today. Out on lead Armstrong, can he mark it? No, punched away Stevens, oh. lost it. It's taken away here by, I think it's Widard, goes for a bit of a run. Merv shoves him to the ground after he kicked it. Good punch away at the back though by Jake, sends it back. For the centre wing, but it's all uh, magpies, but they muck it up. Stevens will take it off them. Gets a quick handball to his teammate who lost his footing, Todd Dickinson. Spins out of the pack, but his handball went nowhere. Turnbull dropped it, left it behind. Umpire said play on. Too many magpies there helping out. Not enough Tigers attacking. As the kick goes up towards Anger, pushed out of it was Irwin. Didn't get a free kick, but uh, Queenbean at the back through uh, Scott Dickinson will work it out to the centre wing and it's uh, Kane Stevens again taking the mark turns around, plays on quickly, he's got Armstrong breaking free, now where does he go? He goes with the left foot looking for Williams who's about 5 metres behind Lexi Bennett who took an easy mark he did, handles across to Love Love goes short, Belconnen doing it pretty easy at this stage of the afternoon out of side, half back flank for Belconnen as a third quarter comes to a close and it is Belconnen they have a handy break here at lemon time, it is 13 goals, 11.89 to the Queanbeyan Tigers, 7.6.48. That's a margin of 41 points. So the Tigers need to kick seven 
goals without reply in the last term and when they've only kicked seven for the afternoon. I don't think that's happening, Mal, do you? Uh, absolutely not. Not the way they're playing. Guys, it's interesting because uh, when you look at the two teams, I don't think Queeby is skillful enough to play that uh, possession footy. I think they've just got to keep bombing it. They have got good forwards who can take Mark overhead and I think they really need to get rid of the contested footy, oh sorry, get rid of the uh, possession footy game and just go for just quick forward movement and back Merv, Kavanagh, back Ryan Quaid and also Williams to be able to take the grab in the pack. Yeah, look, you're probably right there, Craig. I also think that maybe we have overrated this Queanbeyan Tigers outfit. We mentioned it uh, just before or on half time that are they as good as what we think they are? And on the evidence of what we've seen so far this afternoon and for the majority of the last 18 months, they're not quite up to the uh, the standard of the Bell Collins of this competition. And uh, look, it's a young list, um, but it does have some ageing legs out there as well. So Queenland, I guess, are in a bit of a rebuilding phase at the moment. They don't have uh, the kind of coin to go out there and buy some of the superstars that the other clubs have. So they're nurturing some juniors who will take some time. I know we're a bit hard on Slater that quarter, but you know he's only going to get better as he realises that he is good enough to be out there. And there's no doubt when he gets the football, he's very damaging. But a couple of times there, he probably didn't go at it as hard as he should have. You know, we talk about the Kane Stevens, the Will Griggs, and even the Todd Dickinsons. They're, they're the future of the uh, Queensland Tigers football club, and they really can't be expected to come out and dominate games against opposition like this. It's really up to the senior players, and Mark Armstrong, unfortunately, just doesn't get enough out of his top ten players for mine. Guys, uh, interesting. Ryan Quaid went had a chat with umpire Kennelly and uh, just asked him about what was the 50 metres for uh, in late in that quarter when, of course, uh, Griggs got inside the uh, protected area as Angel was taking the kick on the boundary line. They got a clarification. Merv came straight up and just asked him, uh, well, what was that all about? And uh, it was all explained away. So that's why uh, Ryan Quaid was in there talking to the umpires as they went to the three-quarter time huddle. All right, checking the goal scorers for the game so far today for the Magpies. Jeffrey has three. They were all kicked in the first quarter. Uh, two to Weston, two to James Bennett, uh, two to Anger, and singles to Jennings, Bunyan, Turnbull and McDevitt. Whilst for the Tigers, there are three goals to Paul Williams all in that third quarter, and he missed uh, another one that he really should have kicked when it hit the post. Two to Stevens and then singles to Quaid and Kavanagh. So Merv yet to get on the board this afternoon. He'll be hoping to address that in this last quarter so that Andrew Ranger doesn't get uh, too much further in front of him in the leading goal kicker stats. Just checking the results of the other games earlier in this round. Up at the SCG this morning, the Sydney Swans had a big win over Ainsley. 1924, 138 to Ainsley, 12-11-83. And yesterday at Greenway, Eastlake, Struggled, but they got home 12 18 90 to Tuggeranong 10 10 70. In the reserves game out here earlier in the afternoon, it was a big win to the Tigers 16 14 110 to 7 6 48. The under 18s also won by four points. So uh, again, it's the seniors letting the, uh, the team down in terms of winning all three games. Up at the SCG, that game is over. Sydney were winners 15 10 100, North Melbourne 13 7 85. And Niso, if you want to go outside for a second. I'll give the uh, the valuable listeners the score in the second quarter. In the top of the table, Clash 
down at Etihad Stadium at St Kilda, 6-3-39, leading Geelong 2-3-15. So a bit of a surprise at the margin in that match. The other game to complete the round in the AFL is the Who Cares match between Fremantle and Carlton. Hey, I care. Yeah, well, not too many others do. Uh, as uh, Craig, you've been across to the Belconnen huddle. Anything coming out of that? Yeah, they are. They're going to move all their uh, line from half-back, centre line, push them forward, looking to create space inside 50 for that forward line. He really wants to uh, see... Bill Connan have no excuses for going to the corridor and going to their forwards. Interestingly enough, he mentioned about how much a game has been played in front of the scoreboard. He said he's got no idea why the ball's going up that way, but it's not the best place on the ground. He wants them to get concentrated on the corridor, and that's how he's hoping to achieve it in this final term. Just heading over to Merv now, who's uh, giving a fairly emotional speech trying to get them to lift. Well, you probably ought to sh- you should be able to hear him from... Uh Kingston, I would imagine, he'd be uh, not that happy with the way it's been happening today, again. No, it's probably a case of deja vu. I'm sure he's saying exactly the same things. Although, let's be honest, the effort was a lot better that quarter for the Tigers. They showed a bit more heart and a bit more spirit and uh, and probably outscored Belconnen in that quarter. But unfortunately, the damage was done in the first half. And uh, but they're going to have to come from a long way in arrears. And look, I did play in a game once uh, many, many years ago when... Belconnen were about the same margin behind out at uh, Football Park and they come over the top and kicked about eight or nine goals in the last quarter. So, look, all hope is not lost. I'm still a hopeless romantic and I just always think that Queenbean Tigers are never out of it until until the fat lady does sing. She was up there getting ready uh, earlier and I'm sure she's not far away. But we still have 30 minutes of football to play. Looks like the Queenbean Tigers have put another potential uh, ball magnet in the middle in Powell. Uh, we did comment earlier that Mitchie Danner, who was the only player that looked like getting at the Tigers, he's now got some support there in Powell. But they're going to have to do everything right in this last quarter. I've got some stats, guys, and Mitchie Danaher is leading them. 14 kicks, 6 handballs, 5 marks, and uh, Danaher with 20 disposals. Todd Dickinson with 17, Thompson with 16, Elias with 15, Slater with 15, Stevens with 15, then it's Merv and Quaid with 12, Little with 11 as the game gets back underway. And Porter wins the tap out, Griggs went without it, and then he's basically saddled by uh, James Bennett. That won't be a free. <laughs> Umpire throws it up again. Porter wins the tap out. It goes to James Bennett. Quick kick around the corner up towards half forward. Jake's leading in the race for the ball. He'll probably see it over the line. He does. Boundary umpire will call for a throw in right on the 50 metre mark. Well, we think he saw it over the line because we can't see this pair. Yeah, he did. Do you want uh, me to call it from here? Yeah, I saw Please, the, Craig. saw the boundary umpire put the hand in the air, so I knew it was out. Throw-in takes place 40 metres around from attacking goal. Dickinson in front was had Porters over his shoulder, so the free kick will go to Dickinson in the left half-back pocket. Dickinson looking down the ground. He's got nothing to kick to. Big lead coming back down as uh, Slater has to go two on one. Rat's got a fist on it. Griggs hand pass straight into the hands of uh, the 34, who I think it's the first time I've called the uh, coach today. I think I haven't heard you call coat yet. No, he hasn't had much of the football. Todd Dickinson, you're gone, son. Yeah, Scott gave him the handball. He had to try and get past four, and it will be... Oh, 
the Nathan Buckley of the AFL Canberra who gets the free kick. Let's be kind. The ball's in the hands of James Bennett. He goes short. Craig, take over. I can't see from here. <laughs> he goes <laughs> short and mark. gives it to Brock Weston. Brock Weston. Brock Weston. He's going to have a... Well, he's going to be kicking from about 55. The Queenian Tiger player on the mark is on the 50. This no one in fantastic. the goal square. Brock Weston looks pretty deliberate here. He wants to have a shot for goal. Why not? He's already kicked two this afternoon. Wolf. It's a big Left. kick. It's going to go to the goal square. Dickinson's in there for Queen. Oh, the only player that stayed down. Great second effort there by Dickinson. Touch through. Yeah, the only player that stayed down was Josh Jennings. And a fantastic effort by Dickinson. Not only went up for the mark, but also smothered the ball, which was goal bound. And Belconnen get a minor score. Once again, it is Queenman Tigers 7 6 48 to the Belconnen Magpies 13 12 90. We are three minutes into this last quarter. Hey, can you believe there's been 73 marks taken by the Queenman Tigers up to three quarter time, and not one of them a Dairy Farmer's mark of the day? As around the outer side of the ground they go, Mitch Danaher up looking for Kavanagh. Good mark. He's taken some good marks overhead today. He had Powell loose in the middle, ignored him. It goes over the top, little. Drops another one. He won't remember his hundredth. It's been a shocker. Although he got a good handball out there to Danaher. Quick kick into the forward line. Who can get there? It's all magpies at the oh, front. They slap, of them. slap it free. Jennings finished up with it. Went back to his teammate who tries to dodge and weave. Lexi Bennett almost grabbed by the leg. There was five magpies inside 50 there, unopposed. Well, they've turned it over on the centre wing. Scott Dickinson cut it off and he found a lead. Kavanagh, I think it was. Out they come again. Stevens can't mark that one. Umpire says play on. At the back, going in. Rats picks it up. Unopposed. Just waltzes out. Bombs it long. It's Elias leading in the race, though. He's got uh, Jake's out oh, there to I help take him. Take the ball first, Roy. Yeah, although he mucked it up. Finishes up with a scrubby old kick back into the middle. Magpies run it out again. Here's Jennings. Short kick. James Bennett takes the mark. Plays on. Loops the handball over to Jennings. Got a player loose out of sight of the ground. Can he pick it up? Yes, he does. Dodges out of an easy tackle. Short pass finds Jeffrey unopposed at half forward. And he'll line it up from 45 metres out, almost directly in front. Did you notice how much space Belconnen had that time? They've pushed all their players, uh, when I'm saying up the field, I mean towards their backs. And that gave them from the centre line to the half forward line where there was virtually no player from either team in that area which allowed their forwards to lead in. Well, that's why there were so many of them down back before, Craig, as that ball gone straight through the middle. Another goal to Jeffrey. That's his fourth. Kick three in the first quarter, as Mao mentioned earlier, but he's now got fourth for the afternoon, the largest of any player on the ground at the moment. It is Bill Conan. 14 goals, 12. That'll read 97 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. Seven goals, 6.48. But you're right, a lot of space there for Bill Connor. I guess Coach Reed identified that they were going too wide. And when you've got so many players in defensive zone, it just opens up the space and they can now penetrate through the heart of the Queanbeyan defence instead of going around the boundary line. Mal, your turn. Back in the middle. What for? Dickens. 97? Yeah, I wasn't going to say it. Anyway. Oh, you hit me every time. Yeah, well, you get it wrong every time. He doesn't. <laughs> okay, thanks. I'm just, I'm, I'm, well, I'm on the same page as you guys now. It's 14, 12, 96. I'm a bit ahead of the score, but it will be 97 shortly, surely. Uh, it'll probably be 102, actually. <laughs> as uh, they play in volleyball in the middle, Danaher slapped it forward. Slater picked it up. He dodges and waves. Just kick it, mate. That's, he finishes up doing that eventually. Williams went for a specky. Missed it by a mile. Back goes Lexi Bennett and picks it up. 
sends it to the uh, Fingledon scoreboard side of the ground and Turnbull's out there. He's got a, a mate to help him out. He goes back to Turnbull with the one-two handball. It wasn't a good one, but Turnbull's got enough room to pick it up. Goes back into the middle, finds his teammate. Here they go again. They're sharing it together. Turnbull runs to uh, half forward. Out come the Angel. Gave uh, Irwin a shove. Umpire said play on at the front of the pack. It's uh, Danaher getting it over to Roy Jakes. Will he go for a run? He has one. Just got the handball away. Oh, Elias, short. Yep. And he finishes up back with Roy Jakes. Oh, that's, that's a shocking that's handball. worse than the first. Should have just kicked it. Now Ratz will go. Well, I'll go for it. He gives it to Jennings. So Jennings just dancing around on the spot. Goes for the kick. But uh, Elias, well, good spoil by uh, Turnbull. Irwin bursts out of the pack, though. Sends it back to centre wing. Kavanagh. Well, is that a half volley oh, or a mark? What I don't like with that, that last bit of play, Roy Jarks made two pretty ordinary handballs and didn't move from his last handball to try and help uh, from the mistake that he made. I don't like seeing that. I know he's probably tired, but you've got to make some effort. Danaher puts a flying ball into the 50. Williams is down there, should take the mark. It was either going to be a free kick of the mark he was interfered with, and Williams has got the grab. He'll be kicking from about 25 metres out. He's kicked three, all in the second half so far. They're all in the third quarter. Should go back and slot his fourth and Queanbeyan's eighth. Oh, he's missed that by a fair bit, I'd say. Left-hand side of the goalpost. He's kicked another behind. Queanbeyan Tigers, they move to 7-7-49. Belconnor still on 14-12-96. Little and Todd Dickinson off and Westcombe and Wormsley on for the Tigers as the kick-in will find McDevitt outside the uh, defensive 50 for the Magpies. Goes for the handball. Back to Cope. Look at the space again Short. across the centre line forward. Short kick finds Turnbull in the middle. He goes with a kick out looking for James Bennett. Bounces in front of him. He traps it beautifully. Signals long. And that's where he goes out looking for Weston. Can he mark it on his chest? Or almost, he didn't mark it. Almost interfered with. Out comes Anger with the uh, short pass though. And he had a long lead on Irwin. And Andrew Angel will line it up for just goal number three for the afternoon. He's kicked two already. Missed a couple in that uh, third quarter. Little on as uh, Weskin comes off. Well, that was uh, about 30 seconds he was on there for, so not sure what was happening there. Maybe just a message for Matt Little. As Andrew Angel comes in, goal umpire goes a long way across and he has hooked it again to the left. Tell you what, he's given Merv a bit of an opportunity here because he would have kicked four or five behinds this afternoon, has Anger, and could have just about sewn up the goal kicking, but at this stage he is on 56 and Merv hasn't added to his total. He's on 51 for the year, so Anger's given uh, Armstrong a bit of an opportunity here. And one of them was from uh, a 50 right in front, so the kick in looking for Scott Dickinson didn't find him. Wormsley roved it beautifully, though. Goes out looking for Quaid and drops it at the third attempt. But he found it on the ground, got the handball away. That's a wobbly old kick to half four, but there's two Tigers there. They should share it. Stevens picked it up, went back to Little, goes for a bit of a run, oh. ran a long way, tackled, and there's that holding the ball. It should have been if it wasn't. It's uh, turned it over, though. I think it was Curtis at the back for the Magpies, but that's a good mark out there again. This time by Quaid. Back into the middle finds Danaher unopposed. Across the ground will find Thompson if he can take the mark. He does. Too far out to score. Important kick this next one. Short pass on the lead. Here's Williams, but it missed him by a long way. Roving it at the back was Merv around the corner. In front, Kavanagh marks it about five metres out from goal. 
Yeah, good work there by Armstrong. Just a quick kick. We've talked about it most of the afternoon. Just get in there quick. You hope your forwards are in front as Kavanagh turns around and kicks his second of the afternoon. It's amazing what happens when you just put the boot to the ball. You pray that your forwards are in front as they should be if they're worth anything. And Kavanagh is a fantastic forward. He was in front where he should have been and he has kicked the Queanbeyan Tigers' eighth goal of the afternoon. Queanbeyan Tigers now move to eight goals, seven, 55 to Belconnen. Finally. 14, 13, 97. Hey, I know you love the body art of the players these days, Mal. Number 23, uh, Kui, he's got established 1988, just tattooed on the underarm there. Whatever that means. Is that when he was born or... <laughs> anyway, he was established in 1998 uh, or 88. It's uh, 97 to 55 here. Bill Conning go towards their forward line, picked up there by Jarks, around on the right... Goes towards Quaid, but he's outmanoeuvred quite nicely there by the Belconnen player in Towsma. Quaid's been pretty good for the Tigers, though, this afternoon. Towsma goes short. Mark's been taken by McDevitt, just forward of the centre circle. He's going to go long, is he? Yes, he does. Goes long. He's got, uh, oh, down there, good work there by Johnny Elias, outmanoeuvred with Jennings. Jennings gets a handball, though. Belconnen player running into an open goal. Oh, Kicks the no goal, gets filled. Oh, I think it wasn't too much in that, but uh, he's missed the goal, did uh, Jeffrey. But because of Irwin, Irwin's indiscretion, he has put him to the ground. And Luke Jeffrey will have a, another shot at goal and should go back and kick his fifth from about uh, 15, 20 metres out. But I guess at the end of the day, Craig, if you're going to have a goal kicked on you, at least make your opponent earn it. And, uh, well, Neil tried to do that. But I guess, Mal, if you're going to make him earn it, you make sure you get him. Yeah, he got up. That's the problem. Um, probably still get a week or two for that one anyway. Well, he didn't go in the book. He's given him a gob for, but uh, he should just turn around and point at the scoreboard after he kicks his fifth for the afternoon, which he's just done. And they all go and pat Neil Irwin on the head. That's not a good idea because you'll probably wear one. <laughs> uh, be a powder puff anyway. Anyway, the scoreboard is ticking on quite nicely for Bill Connan. 15-13, 1-0-3. Queanbeyan Tigers, 8-7-55. And now you've got the half-time score. I think Queanbeyan actually have outscored Bill Connor in the second half, have they? Uh, it's four goals each at the moment. So, uh, in fact, uh, the uh, Magpies kicked 2-5 in that third quarter. So they've kicked four goals, seven to four goals, two in the second half. So Tigers not quite in front in this second half of the game. As we're just waiting for uh, another... Yeah, they had another ball from the uh, Bill Connor dugout, the uh, field umpire said, no, no, we don't need it. The kids have taken their time getting the oh, ball I think back. We should just get a soccer ball out there and let them have a crack at that for, for the last 20 minutes. Huh. Well, it is Tigers Club Football on QBN FM brought to you by your Tigers Club 20 Queen Bar Road for a great meal, good atmosphere and drinks at club prices. Your Tigers Club. Proud sponsors of QBN FM Football. Tigers should sign that umpire up. He took a good chest mark in the middle of the ground there. As the ball's uh, still a hot one, that's a high tackle. It'll be a free kick to Belconnen. And you tell you what, he, no one could touch him on the ground if he's an ex-umpire. It was Jennings with the free kick. It was against uh, Powell. Long kick up towards half-foot. Out comes Anger. He uh, surely tackled his opponent to the ground without the ball. Crowd agree. Umpire didn't. As the wide kick from the Tigers couldn't find Powell. Quee's got it. 
Now he's lost it. Going in there was uh, Davis. Just a handball to anyone. That's high. Well, I thought it was a good tackle by Powell. Umpire agreed with me. And we'll have that a means it must have been wrong, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't blow the whistle. Wasn't number six with it. That was the problem. Oh, balls in the front of the Queemian dugout. As the uh, boundary umpire puts it back into play, Davis took it quick handball a little. Just kicks it into the middle of the ground, a one-on-one in front. Slater couldn't mark. Elias goes in to help out. He picks it up now. Now he's got a problem, though. Can't get rid of it. He gets a wobbly old kick. It goes straight to McDevitt for Magpies. Back to uh, him with a handball. Now he goes to, is it Love? Gets it over to a player we haven't called too much of, but he's kicked another goal. It's his second for the afternoon, Bunyan. He kicked one in the first, he's now got one in the last, and that's 16 goals, 13, 109 to 8 goals, 7, 55, 3-2 to 1-1 in this last quarter. Yeah, Scott Dickinson comes off for a rest as Geordie Longmore goes straight into the centre. They were lining up there, the Belconnen players, through a chain of handballs. He could have chosen uh, one of uh, a number of players to give it to, but ended up kicking it or handballing it to Bunyan running through the middle. And he slots through his second goal. Doc Onan, he looks spent, Scott Dickinson, doesn't he? Yeah, he's had a big afternoon in the ruck. Um, Geordie probably hasn't been used as much as he probably could have, and uh, I'm sure he's going to see the last 10 minutes out for the Tides with the game well out of the grass. Longmore, he's in the ruck there with Rice. Rice will butter up, gets a handball of sorts out towards Rats. Rats tries to barge through Matt Little. Matt Little puts him to ground, and the umpire says, that'll be mine, and we'll have another ball up. Just forward of the centre square for the Queanbeyan Tigers, 16-13-109 to 8-7-55. Taken there, good ruck work by Rice in the path of Campbell. Picks it up now, goes towards the lead. One hand put out there by Bennett, not holding the man on the other arm there, Mal. Picked up now by Belconnor. He's got some trouble to do. The boundary umpire says that's mine as the Belconnor player was taken over the line by the Queanbeyan player that I can't see because this grandstand is in my way again, Craig. Well, it was Campbell last up from the pack for Belconnen as the throw-in takes place now. Gets up Longmore and Rice. Longmore tried to carry oh, it out. jumper. Yeah, there's been a bit of grabbing there. Yes, Westcombe gets in, tries to rugby it as the more forms and we will have another ball up to take place just in the uh, half-forward flank, right half-forward flank for Belconnen. 16-13, plays 8-7-55 at the 17-minute mark of the final term here at Marnica Oval. Football on QBNN next week, Saturday from Marnica Oval, and it's a big one. It's Merv's 300th first-grade game for the Queanbeyan Tigers. We hope we get a great crowd down here and bring along the tranny to listen to Niso on QBN FM. Well, you've just turned half, half the population have turned the station off now. Ball's in the uh, the forward line again for the Belconnen Magpies, picked up by Cope, wrapped up by the Queanbeyan Tiger player. I think that might well be Mitchie Danaher, just picking himself off the ground now, or the Westcombe gives him a hand. And yes, it was Mitchie Danaher. Always works hard for the Tigers. Rice and Geordie at the ruck. Not sure who won that tap. Both players are facing the same way. But once again, they'll have another opportunity as the ball is not coming out of that pack. And the umpire says, I'll ball it up. And it will be Rice and Longmore again. Big pack around the players. So up over the top. Third player up. Belconnen slapped it forward. Going in. Nobody can really pick it up. It's right. It's about 20 metres out from the Magpies goals. I think that's Campbell bursting out of the pack. He's got plenty of space. Now he slips over. He goes to uh, James Bennett, who's got McDevitt loose. Don't know how he got free. 
he's tackled as he kicked it, and that's uh, slewed across for a behind to the Magpies. They go to 16, 14, 110. Queen meter 8, 755 as Jake's about to bring it back into play. We've played uh, 18 minutes in this last quarter. Tiger's just uh, waiting for the siren to go, I think. So are we, Mal. <laughs> the kick out. Looking for Irwin. Did he hang on to it? No, second grab was over the line. And we'll have a boundary throw in just outside the 50 on that outer side of the ground. How's the temperature out there, Craig? Getting a bit cool now the sun's gone? Yes, it's very cool, thanks. And it's quite nice up here. Jacket. Quite nice here in the stand. Yeah. Well, you're in the penthouse, aren't you? You wouldn't yeah. get a better view of the ground if you, uh, except, unless you're a cricketer. Except if it was in the bright forward pocket. <laughs> at the uh, Marnica end as Jennings has taken the mark, 40 out. Bit of an angle to aim at, but uh, not too much. He really should kick this. How many has he got? Just the one for the day. Jeffrey has five of them. He's been hogging it. So this will make it uh, 116 if he's straight, and that'll be 61 points, 10 goals. That's uh, kicks on its way. Not going to make the distance. Oh, he's going to bounce through. Oh, fair. It has to be the... Uh, Goal of the day, doesn't it? The Dale and Hitchcock goal of the day. Not the sure thing's why. done a Shane Warne leg break. Not sure why Neil Irwin's pointing out towards where the kick came from. Oh, he just throws his mouth guard on the ground. He's a cranky man. Not quite sure what he's complaining about. Uh, he probably nearly gave a free kick for a push away. The ball has just bounced uh, to the left about 90 degrees through the goal. Great goal there by Jennings. And they go further in front. It is, is that 17? five for Jennings today? No, only two. Jeffrey's got five. Okay. Balls in the middle. Sorry, Mal. Balls in the middle. Queenian could get a free kick here. A belated free kick. 20-minute mark of the last quarter. It's taken a long time. That's and, the evener. And Jordan, Jordy Lomore gets a free kick. Handballs to a player who's stationary in Mitchie Danaher. Look, I spoke to Tony Wine, and he was a little bit... Um, critical of us criticising the handball. He says there's no problem with players handballing. The problem that we do have is that we handball to stationary players far too often. Kavanaugh around the corner goes towards Armstrong. Should take the chest mark impeded there by McDevitt. So couldn't take the mark. Goes up towards Quaid in the goal square. Two Queenian players run into each other. That is Williams and Powell. Picked up now. Scrabbled through there by Stevens. I think it was. That's his third. And when you consider that the ball hasn't been in the forward line too often, that's a pretty good effort. Was it Stevens no, or...? I think it might have been I Mitch think it was Mitch. Yeah, Mitch Danaher for mine. Okay, yeah. well, apologies to, uh, to, um, to Georgie if he's listening on the radio. I, I called Kane. You guys say it was Mitch, so I'm going to go with you guys. And Mitch Danaher gets his first of the afternoon. The Dickinson boys coming back on, guys, as Liddell and Williams come off the ground. And uh, my problem with the handball is you've got to hit your marks. If the kicks are going to hit the mark and the handball isn't, then use the percentage. Totally agree. Ball's in the middle again. Longmore and Rice. No one gets a tap. Punched away there by Longmore. Picked up there by the Belconnen player. And it's going to be another free kick to the Queenman Tigers. A forearm paid by the umpire against Jennings. They've been doing it all day. Well, that's the second one that's been picked. Ball is in the hands of Johnny Elias. Surely a forearm in the face means a report, doesn't it? But anyway, Elias goes towards Armstrong. And this may well be his last opportunity for a scoring shot. He's not going to go for it. He goes short towards Kavanagh in the pocket. And Kavanagh has taken the mark. Not pressed up against the Brands line, but probably only about 10 metres inside but also will be kicking from about 40, 45 metres. He has two this afternoon and could put Queanbeyan's 10th goal on the board. 
and a little bit of respectability on the Jack Finkerton scoreboard. Yeah, not much respectability, to be honest. Anyway, I did say a little bit. Yeah. Kick on its way from Cav. Looks pretty straight from here. It is. Cav, they need to be delivering to Cav in the forward, inside 50. He is such a beautiful kick of the ball, isn't he? He stabbed at that one and it still went up three-quarter post high. Tigers go on to 10-7-67, but they trail the Magpies, who are 17-14-116. We're into a red time in the last quarter here at Marnica Oval. Campbell's coming off as... Uh, who goes back on that? It would be Turnbull, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah, it, it is. is Turnbull. Yeah, yes. He's my best player on the ground today, Turnbull. He's uh, had the ball on a string and really hasn't had an opponent for a lot of it. Well, he's got Thompson now. Back in the middle, both Ruckman miss it. Can oh. anyone break free? Elias has got best position, but it bounces away to the from him, straight to love for the Magpies, who uh, kicks it out wide. He's got Bunyan leading to it out there. Wormsley, who's had a quiet day, tracks him to the line. The ball safely over the boundary line. For and eight. milestone games, Niso, still not going the way of the Tigers here with Wormsley's 50th first grade game and Little's 100th club game. Yeah, we spoke last week. Milestone games and when the Queanbeyan Tigers have a function don't usually go that well for the Tigers. And that hoodoo is continuing this week with another disappointing performance by the Tigers during uh, a milestone game or two. Doesn't help when you're playing the top team when it happens, eh? No, no, it doesn't. That's why I think for a lot of while there, um, Chook used to put the uh, functions after a Western Creek game to hopefully get a victory. But the ball should be a free kick to Powell, grab without the football. Ball is in the hands now of Bill Connor, flying shot for goal. Is high, wide and not very handsome. Goes over the head of Neil Irwin and that's a minor score to Bill Connor. I think that was kicked by Daniel Quee. He's had a lot of football also this afternoon. Established in an 88 too. Yeah, I thought he was knocked out early in the game but apparently he's come back better than ever as Jakes took the kick in. But his kick's not going to get to Quaid, who's absolutely cleaned his opponent up. Yeah, it didn't too much hit. That. It was there, but it didn't hit. He really could have hurt him a lot more, could Quaid. I think he pulled out of that and... Uh, Luckily for Bennett, and probably for Quaid, he did. Queenie not concentrating. Handball by Bennett to tell him to recover pretty quickly, did Bennett after being on the ground. Ball comes to ground, picked up there by Irwin. Handball to Satchel, to a standing player in Jarks. Jarks goes towards Williams. Not going to mark that. Didn't go hard enough. Bennett wanted it more. Goes towards the pocket. Sees a Bell Cotton player. Nearly a fantastic grab there by Jeffrey, I can't see what's going on now, Craig. Can you? Well, the ball's over the boundary line. I just want to mention that uh, didn't you notice James Wennett with a out-jumping uh, Paul Williams in that last passage of play. He tries to rock it. Oh, James Bennett wanders in, kicks across the body, and it's across the face of goal. Through for a behind. Not bad for a man who just had his head knocked off. Well, he didn't have his head knocked off, but you swore by the way he was on the ground that he did. Oh, yeah. I think the ball just... Uh, I think um, Quaid might have just hit him in the uh, in between the shoulder blades. Nothing really in it. Ball comes out towards Williams. Should take the mark and does. If it was New York, it would have been an Oscar. Yes. Ball comes down towards the <laughs> Queen. It's a tiny Handball from Longmore. Goes towards Elias. Got nothing he can do there. And the umpire is forced to <clears throat> ball it up. Wrapped up there was Elias by Brock Weston. Logie performance perhaps now. Longwell wins the tap, but goes straight to Quee for Bell Conan. He took a long time, too long, says the umpire. Danaher with a uh, great ETU tackle of the day. Yeah, Tigers best by a long way, Mitch Danaher. Lyle, uh, look for a lead. 
McLee's been pretty good for the Magpies, but he took a long time there. Goes looking for, well, it was a two-on-two contest. Not a good one with Slater in front for the Tigers. He couldn't take the mark. Well, that's an interesting handball by the Tiger player on the ground. Called a throw. It was. <laughs> it's okay at Amy Stadium. You're allowed to do that over there in Adelaide. As, uh, Russell, the Ebert, Mac- Russell Ebert made a career out of that, if you remember Russell Ebert now. Yes, the old one-hand handball. As the uh, high kick from York didn't uh, find a target, but there's r- they're running everywhere, the Magpies, at half forward. And here's an unopposed player taking the mark. I think it is Coke. Coat, yes. Nobody's been wearing him today. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I needed to bring one since I'm down on the boundary line today. Yeah, Nisa, go outside because I want to give the half-time score down in Melbourne. <laughs> OK, I'll just uh, put my skates on and be back in a sec. All right, as Coat lines it, lines it up on the left, it's pretty straight from here. It's another goal of the Magpies. That's Coat's first for the afternoon. And the score here at Monica is 18 Goals 15, 123 to 10, 767. And down at Etihad Stadium, it's half time in the big game between the Saints and the Cats. And at half time, it's the Saints. 8, 452, Geelong, 5535. I've just uh, another one I got wrong. Earlier in the day, up in Sydney, the Swans got home 15, 10, 100 to North Melbourne, 13, 785. Have they started in Freo yet, Mel? And the game that no one cares about will start <laughs> in one minute and 15, oh no, 14 minutes and 39 seconds, Craig. All right, McDevitt's uh, got the carry away. James Bennett, that is the Oscar winning performance. Bennett goes to the best on ground and gives it to Turnbull, who lines up. And kicks it from 48 metres out. Yeah, capped off a great game there. Has Turnbull got a lot of football in that first half when the game was up for grabs. Is that a few more uh, teammates in the second half as Bill Connor have taken total control? He's kicked his second of the afternoon and the scoreboard. It's a sorry one if you're a Tiger fan. It is 19 goals, 15 129 to the Queensland Tigers, 10-7-67. 27-minute mark. Very painful afternoon for us here in the commentary box, witnessing another poor performance by the Tigers, but they will regroup and hopefully have a bit more to say next weekend. Merv's 300th game against Eastlake. Please, if you can, get to the, gra- uh, to the ground and support one of Queensland Tigers' true champions. Ball comes out as Bennett gets it away, but Williams gets there first. Tackle to the ground, slung away. Love, who's been another one of the good Bill Conan Magpie players, has a pot shot from the goal at 50 metres out and kicks across the face through for a behind. Satchel with the kick out this time, Mal. And he finds a teammate, does he? Yes, Jakes. It's uh, six goals, six to three, one in this last quarter. So again, the Tigers not uh, running out the whole game. Short pass, look for Scott Dickinson, punched away easily. Coke trying to pick it up for the Magpies as uh, the Tigers keep it in out of sight of the ground. Roy Jakes spins around, kicks it out looking for Danaher again. He's just about everywhere. Todd Dickinson now runs, kicks it up towards the middle of the ground. Out comes Longmore, takes the mark right on the cricket pitch, handballs it to Powell. Back to Davis. Oh, that's a wobbly old kick to no one in particular, except Merv came out and made it look a good one. Too far he still out, played on. Too far out to score, so he goes to the one-on-one. Kavanaugh held by the jumper, is he not? Oh, and finally, down. after they all fall over, that kick's uh, gone through. Who kicked oh, it that? Through. I think that was Kane Stevens. Yes, he, he has kicked that one. Umpire finally called advantage. And Stevens kicks his third for the afternoon. So one in the first, one in the second, one in the third. Tigers get a consolation goal. They go to 11 goals, 7, 
That would be 73 or 74 if you're Craig to the Magpies. About 82 if we make. I wish it was 182. 19, 16, 130. And 30 minutes are now gone in the last quarter. Oh, come on, timekeepers. Blow that siren. We have Dickinson in the ruck for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Can't be long to go here, please. Up against uh, the Rice. Wins the tap. Comes out towards Love. He goes down towards a half-forward line. That should be Porter. Gets the handball. Bill Connor will get another chance here. Bennett should stroll in on the right boot. And there is not the quick reply as it hits the post. No free kick for that. No, he's having a fight. He might might get one yet. He still might get one yet. Paul Williams, what's he doing down there trying to start fights? Well, he's on the ball. He's getting in the way. Irwin quickly plays on. Smart thinking. No one was really concentrating on him. All about the fight. Goes towards Powell. Should be uh, holding the man to Powell. Picked up there by Dickinson. Handball to Griggs. Goes in board towards Mitch Dannyher. Running through the centre of the ground now. Goes long towards Armstrong. This could be his only chance for the remainder of the game. Want to play on quickly. Just go back and kick the goal, Merv. You haven't kicked one this afternoon. And I don't recall the last time that you haven't kicked a goal. That would be one for the statisticians. Earlier this season. Was it? Okay, well, not as far ago as I thought. Armstrong, just at the end of his distance. He's kicked the goal on the siren. No, No, he's kicked the point. Hit the post. Well, how's it hit the post for this? touch through. Okay, so it's a rush behind. So Armstrong does not concern the scorers here at Marnica Oval. But finally, the game is over. Convincing win by Belconnen. 19 goals, 17. That's 131. That's a lot of scoring shots. That is 36 scoring shots. The Queanbeyan Tigers, 11-8-74. And now we have seen today, um, quite comfortably, I would suggest, the best team in AFL Canberra. Yeah, they've just, uh, they're putting it all together for four quarters. They kicked five in the first, six in the second, quite one in the third. Only the two goals, but they're off target there. Two goals, five. And they've blown them away in the last quarter with six goals, seven. So it could have been a far more convincing win than the uh, 67 points, I make it. No, I'll tell you what, I'll bring the stats up to you so I can thaw out. I've got this one, it's 57, 57 yeah, because <laughs> it's not quite 10 goals, is it? Yeah, so 19-17, 131 to 11-8-74. Checking the goal scorers. Uh, down the uh, page in numeric order for the Magpies, two to Weston, two to Oscar Bennett, five goals to Jeffrey. Uh, it's one, two to Jennings, two to Ainger. Quiet day for him. They, uh, they manned up on him pretty well, but they still got hammered. Two to Bunyan, a single to Coat, two to Turnbull, and one to McDevitt. Whilst for the Tigers, Quaid got one in the first quarter. Three to, uh, Kavanagh for the afternoon, two in the last quarter. One to Danaher, clearly the best player for the Tigers. Three to Williams, all in the third quarter. And then Kane Stevens also kicked three goals. One in the first, second and last quarter. So three each to Stevens, Williams and Kavanagh. And singles to Quaid and Danaher for the Tigers. They're the 11 goals. And when you get three blokes kicked nine out of 11, you normally lose. And that's what's happened. You've got the stats there, Nathan. I do have the stats and rightly so. On top for the Queanbeyan Tigers, as always, Mitchie Danaher, he had 29. Johnny Elias had 21. Todd Dickinson had 19. Thompson, Stevens had 18. Armstrong had 16, as did Slater. Jarks and Kavanagh had 15. So 31 possessions have been given to your centre-half forward and full forward, yet you have only collected, what, three goals from those 31 possessions. So didn't get the reward for their efforts there, the Queanbeyan Tiger, two forwards. Ryan Quaid had 14, as did Will Griggs. 
Irwin and Little had 12. Davis, Westcombe, Powell, 11. Williams had 10. Longmore, 9. Watman, pretty quiet game from him. He had 8, as did Satchel. Scotty Dickinson, he had 5. And Wormsley also had 5. They're the main stat getters, or all the stat getters for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Interesting enough, Mal, I would suggest if you're a Bell Conan fan, the best is still yet to come. So I don't think they were that impressive today either. No, they um, well certainly in the second or the last quarter they put them away quite nicely. Second quarter was good, uh, but really in the first half I think it was more Queanbeyan's poor play and turnovers that created Belconnen goals than Belconnen's good play. Just checking, you mentioned uh, Merv had quite a few kicks. Just trying to see how many marks he took for the game, and it was nine. But most of them too far out to score. That was the problem. Yeah. Uh, he was outside the 50 when he was marking the ball. So he did get a lot of kicks, but none of them close enough in to have shots at goal. And then when he did, he pushed them all out to the right. Yeah, he did. And I mean, you're looking at the markers here. Your main markers have all come from your forwards. Armstrong had nine. Kavanagh had 12. And Quaid had nine. But none of them really took marks in dangerous positions mm. if you're a Tiger fan. Yeah. Too, I mean, many, too many up on the centre wing for those guys. Absolutely. You nearly had Quaid playing as a half-back because he's had most of his possessions after taking marks across half-back. And then you had his next kick going towards Kavanagh, generally on a wing or um, in between wing and half-forward. So they didn't get... Um, the use out of their big men as they would have liked, more so because they struggled to get the ball um, in their own hands, yeah. uh, the little blokes. But yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the stats on, like, I know Danaher had a lot of the ball, but he was the only Queanbeyan player who got a set in clearance from memory. Elias might have got one, Little might have got one, but uh, apart from Mitch Danaher, no one got the ball out of the middle. But uh, Belconnen, they were in there and under quite regularly. James Bennett got it out on regular occurrences. Turnbull... Uh, York was in there, um, Quee was all over it. So they actually killed out of the middle. It didn't matter really who won the tap out. Um, Belconnen got most of the centre clearances and that's why they've won the game. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at some of the better players, I guess we do have to go through some awards. Um, not sure who yours are, Mal, but I guess if you're running down the Belconnen list, James Bennett, your, your mate, he uh, got plenty of the football. I thought Talisman was okay. Uh, Daniel Quee, as you mentioned, he got a lot of the football. Um, established in what was it, uh, Craig? Nineteen eighty-eight. Um, York got some, got a fair bit of the ball. Uh, Ryan Turnbull, he was everywhere, particularly early. And uh, as a few more of his teammates joined the party, he probably didn't have as much influence in that uh, second half. Uh, Luke Jeffrey, I guess he kicked five, started the game on fire, kicked three, and really set Bell Conan up. Um, they're part of the main contributors that I saw for Bell Conan. Is there anyone else now yeah, that you can I think mean, of? Lexi Bennett just gave him a lot of drive off the half-back line as well. He uh, was clearly ahead of his uh, opponent. He was, he was playing on Williams uh, a lot of the time in the third quarter, right down last line of defence too, yeah. and was running off. like There was many occasions where Bennett was taking two bounces uh, and kicking off the forward line. I think he was on Slater in the first half, and he just ran off him yep. ad nauseum. Slater just couldn't keep up with him. The Queanbeyan Tigers, I'm just running down uh, the list of names here, and uh, I thought um, Mitch can get the ball in dangerous positions, but did win a lot of it. Um, Mitch can get the ball in dangerous positions, but did win a lot of it. Um, Mitch, as you said, he was fantastic all day. I thought Mark Powell did a pretty good job on Anger early. Mm. There was a lot of ball in that Belconnell forward line, and Powell has missed a lot of football this year, and... He, I thought he was Thompson. He's one of the only defenders there on Anger. Chris Thompson, I do like Chris Thompson. He's one of the only defenders who believes in touch and feel and, and not wanting his opponent to get the ball. I thought he was pretty good. And, uh, look, Kane Stevens made a few mistakes in that first half, but 
a young player learning the game still. He kicked three goals from very limited opportunities. Looks to be um, pretty comfortable at this level. Maybe needs to steady a couple of times uh, on his kicking, but uh, that will come and he's going to have a really bright future, if not for the Queanbeyan Tigers, maybe for an AFL club. Yeah, look, if a, a crumbling Ford kicks three goals every week, that's all you can ask for him, really. Um, it, it's really up to the key forwards in Kavanaugh with three. That's that's okay if you get three from him, three from Armstrong, and three from Williams, and three from Stevens. That's twelve, unless I didn't add that up right. <laughs> no, you're uh, on the money there now. <laughs> so yeah, you get twelve goals. You throw in a couple from a few other guys, and you've almost got a winning score. So. Um, yeah, creditable game from Stevens. I think it's his first game back since the under-18s championships. They played a lot of games in that uh, competition, so he's probably a bit leg-weary, as, as you mentioned. Um, but you're right, I couldn't spot too many others. I thought Powell did a really good job at Ainger. Ainger only kicked the two goals. One of them was from a, a 50-metre penalty right in the goal square. So really, that wasn't Powell's fault. That was uh, one of his teammates running over the mark. So he only gave up one goal on him, which is... Uh, because, well, they generally man up pretty well against Eastlake. We've mentioned this a few times. For some reason, it's just uh, one of those teams that they seem to uh, do reasonably well against. And if they can put it together for four quarters out here next week, they'll, um, they might be a fair hope, I reckon. Yeah, I think we've said that just about every week. If they can put four quarters together, yeah, yeah. Um, they'll... You know, fits and starts, play some really good football. There's very them in... Uh, you know, fits and starts, play some really good football. There's very little in, uh, uh, you know, fits and starts, play some really good football. There's very lengthy periods where they're not playing very well at all. Yep, there is, and uh, that is the story of the 2009 Queanbeyan Tigers. Guys, you're going to be back here next week. We need to do an open call for some commentators at QBNFM because uh, at the moment you're by yourself. And uh, one of the reasons I've had to, I've had to go to Grenfell, unfortunately, but one of the reasons you're going to be by fun. yourself Grenfell. next <laughs> next week is, of course, uh, our good friend Mal Prentice has a birthday. I won't mention the number, but it is even. Or is it? <laughs> yeah, I think 50 is even. Anyway. I was going to say, is it, is it uh, the number worn by Kane Stevens? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we wish you all the very best the next week. It. Uh, should be uh, a great night, I'm, I'm sure, for you. And yes, uh, hopefully Friday night will be even better when uh, I'm down at Eddie Head Stadium watching my beloved team run around. Yeah. Against the Dogs. Yes, that should be a good game. Hopefully it'll be a bit closer than the uh, Dogs' opponents last night. Well, if your 50th is boring, uh, Mal, by all means, flick it on to uh, 96.7 and uh, hopefully we can call a Queanbeyan Tigers victory in Mark Armstrong's milestone game, 300 games. Guys. Let's just uh, think about that for a moment. That, that's incredible. That's 17 years of, uh, of first-grade football. Hasn't missed that many games. He's been really, really lucky with injury. Mm. But uh, he's been, well, I've said it on numerous occasions, he's the best player I've seen in this league since I got here in 94. And I wasn't lucky enough to see your Tony Wines uh, in his prime and, and some other players. Obviously, James Black was very good for the Queanbeyan Tigers and even further back, uh, Alan Muir was obviously a legend for the Queanbeyan Tigers. But in my time in Canberra, Mark Armstrong has been the best and he's definitely won that... The Sydney Swans let through the net. Yes, he's, uh, it's a fantastic achievement, uh, 300 uh, games. And we wish him all the best. Um, he's been a stalwart of the club and hopefully he'll kick a, an absolute bag against the Demons next week. As long as he does it quietly, because apparently they don't like it when it's very noisy. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so that's, that's for me to handle next week uh, with the East... Game and not worry about commentators. The floor isn't that thick. You know, uh, you guys were commentating up here, but I don't think that's going on. 
better keep it I'll do my best to make as much noise as I possibly can next week. I will do my utmost to try and get the Queanbeyan Tigers over the line, but uh, here at Manuka Over, I think that's just about a wrap up, up, guys. It was Belconnen again. The monkey is still on the Queanbeyan Tigers' back. Belconnen, 19 goals, 18, 132. The Queanbeyan Tigers. 11 goals, 8-74. On behalf of Mel Prentice, Craig Rebell and myself, Michael Neeson, thank you for joining us this afternoon and we'll hear, you'll hear from us next